Hello, everyone, and welcome to our 2018 Game of the Year podcast, where we will go through our top 10 favorite games of the year, going from 10 to 1. I am here with Matt, as usual, Yes. and Nukio will not be here this year, but I have a plan that I actually have to ask him if he just wants to do a Project Top 10 where he talks to me about his mm. Top 10. But we have Scott here for the first time. Very exciting. Yes. I am excited to hear his list because <laughs> I have a good idea of what Matt's is, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll start. What do you got, Matt? Um, at number 10, uh-huh. we're, what we're going to do is I'm going to start with my number 10, go to Manny, then go to Scott with his number 10, and then it'll loop back around to me at number 9, and yeah, it'll yeah. just go that way until we're done with our top until 10 Until we're list. done. So at, at number 10, my number 10 game is Overcooked 2. Interesting. Okay, we did play that together. We did, yes. Yeah. I It's more Overcooked. It's, I, I know that can sound negative when it comes to sequels, but it... The first Overcooked, it wasn't so long that it kind of burns you out, and yeah, it it you know, it leaves you kind of wanting a little bit more. And they do make a, a few little small changes here and there with Overcooked too, with the throwing of the ingredients and just I don't know. I it's a I like playing co-op games, and I I was just kind of going through the list, and it was kind of like. Do I want to put a way out on there? And it's like, um, that was a fun co-op experience, but that was not a good game. Where this, I can at least say, is a it's a good game and a fun co-op experience. That is true. Um, I agree with that in yes. general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that they will be able to get away with making a third one. Oh, n- probably not. I mean, I think that they could do it, but I don't think that they should do it. Which we also have the negative of playing both Overcooked in one year this year. Yeah, so where other people had a couple years separation between the two. Yeah, but even then, yeah, probably not be able to make another Overcooked. All right, not a lot to say. It's a fun co-op, frantic experience that I pretty much highly recommend anybody to to try out if you're looking for just kind of like a cheap game that you can play with friends. Okay. Now, my number 10, everyone who knows me personally will be very surprised by this. It is Red Dead Redemption 2. I thought about this <laughs> so much if I should actually put it on there because I absolutely hated playing it. There was not a point where I was playing the gameplay and was like, wow, I really enjoy shooting these people and this feels good. I don't think that it feels good, it has too much momentum. And, like, I don't find any of the side stuff to be fun or the open world activities to be good, but I did like the story. Oh, the story sounds phenomenal. It is so phenomenal. If it was just a movie, I would go see that shit in theaters and it would be a good movie. I don't think it would make a good movie. I think it needs to be a TV, like an HBO TV show. Or, like, a TV show. Where it has more time to... Or a fucking book. Like, anything other than a video game. And I think it would have been an amazing story. And I love Arthur as a character. And the way they do all the stuff is so good. I've been listening to, like, other Game of the Year things. And people talking about all the side missions I didn't do. Almost Mm -hmm. makes me want to go back and do it. But I am never turning that game on ever again. Uh, I will always remember the plot. But, like... 
boy, do I just not give a shit, and I don't want to go back and play it at all. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff I don't know how I'd feel about if I had stuck with the game. Like, hearing that there are vampires and stuff in it. That, That's They do that in every Rockstar know, game, though. Like, and then, like, there's they have, aliens and whatever the fuck in the caves. Or... They have such a commitment with this game in particularly to realism, and then they're just like, hey, vampires, it, I don't know. I don't know how I feel There's about that There's a lot that, of stupid shit yeah. in these. But I, yeah, man, I, I had to think about this a lot because I really didn't like it at all mm. other than the story. And it just, that is what ended up pulling me through for the absurd amount of hours that it was. Right. And in the middle, I almost gave up, man, because it drags so bad because they're just trying to belabor a point that everyone by that point probably already knew about. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of really good moments in it, and I like the epilogue and how it sets up for Red Dead 1, but boy. How, how do you feel about Chapter 6? Shit. Oh, the one where they go to the tropical island? No, Chapter 6? Is, isn't that just like the final chapter where like you know what's going on with Arthur and he's just like coming oh, to... Oh, most of it is good because Arthur is coming to terms with like, oh, I've been a kind of terrible person right. and now I am not anymore. But, uh, yeah, there are parts of that that, like, are still going on way too long and drag, and there's a lot of missions that are, like, on the opposite end of the map. Mm. You're like, oh, boy. Right. I gotta ride 15 minutes to this, and then I know when I'm done in 10 (laughs) minutes, I gotta ride all the way back. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. It's, like, in a 30-minute or 40-minute span, the mission is actually only, like, 5 to 10 minutes, and the rest of it's just riding a horse. You... Yeah, for people who like riding horses, game of the century. I don't like riding horses. I've never ridden a real horse, but I... Well, I mean in video games. I'm just saying. I don't really like mounts in video games. I like riding a horse in Breath of the Wild. I like riding a horse in The Witcher. Do not like it in Red Dead. See, I didn't like it in... uh... Uh, Zelda. Oh, man. They I was... into, it doesn't hit into trees. The horse tech is <laughs> next level. The amount of times I hit into a fucking tree in Red Dead with a horse, too many to count. Literally, okay, this happened so many times. It happened in one of the final cinematics. You are riding there, and you just hold X and hit the cinematic camera, and it's supposed to go. Right. Fucking, I'm riding next to this dude, and it's just, they're having a full-on conversation. All of a sudden... My horse smashes into a fence, and I go flying forward in the scene. And I was like, this is a cinematic scene. What the fuck is happening? Man. Okay. Dogs are fun. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, we kind of got a little distracted because my dog is acting very stupid right now. Okay, man. But yeah, I mean, Red Dead, I... I, when I had asked you a couple weeks ago if it was going to make your top ten, and you were like, I'm not sure, it it sounded, I'm not surprised this made your top ten, and I expected it to be, if it did, it was going to be number ten. I really like the story, man, but if the next Rockstar game plays like this, I will not be able to do it. Like, at least GTA has cars going on, but that does not, like... The momentum movement of the character feels so not good to me. It feels like I'm walking through molasses the entire game. When you're not trudging through the snow. When he's just walking, then it's even worse in those scenarios. Or like wading through the marsh. Like, oh my god. Well, I have good news, Manny. What? They're not going to make another game for like 8 to 10 years. 8 to 10 years, yeah. We don't have to worry about it. Jeez, man. But yeah, if you liked the original Red Dead, you'll probably like this. Except, boy, it's long. 
And if you're excited about the online, it sounds like you should wait a while. Yeah, GTA Online was like that too, though. Yeah. So I have no, no thing. All right, Scott, what do you got for your number ten? All right, my tenth is probably gonna upset everyone. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> my tenth game is Monster Hunter World. Oh no! <laughs> it's that okay. low. It's, it's that low. That's because this is not fair. This is not fair. Because okay, because you did enjoy the game a lot, and then they nerfed the weapon you used to near oblivion because it was a bad experience for people playing multiplayer with you. But I get it because if I was playing with a weapon and they totally nerfed it, and it was like not as good anymore, and you felt like you were not contributing. Then that Get would over suck. Here. Oliver. I don't, I don't know. I enjoyed here. the game Lay at down. first, but... Lay down. Well, like Manny said, it, I just lost it afterwards. I... <sighs> How about we talk about what you liked about the game? <laughs> what did you like about the game, Scott? I don't know. It was my first Monster Hunter game. Yeah. And... I don't know. I just like collectathons, going around, killing the monsters. Yeah, Each see, like, I knew that you would like it. <laughs> But then you picked the bow gun, and I was like, oh, man, it's the most complex weapon, usually. Well, to be fair, it's a lot easier to play now, because playing it on the fucking 3DS was like, you had to be a genius to, like, claw it and, like, do all these weird, awful button combinations. But, yeah, you picked the one weapon type that I would never pick. So what is this weapon? Like, I I never tried it. It is, like, it's basically just, like, a gun. Okay. That is what it is. So you, like, shoot from afar. But the thing that they nerfed was there was this type of ammo. You use a whole bunch of different types of ammo, and you have to reload it, which is why I would never use that type. But (laughs) there was slash ammo. And so it was busted as shit. So he would, like, shoot it, and it would, like, make all these huge slashes all over the monster. So it was really good at breaking parts, and it was, like, what people were using to speedrun monsters and stuff. Mm. But if anyone else was near the monster, (laughs) it would shoot them away and, like totally mess everything up so they in order to try to negate that play style more or less they nerfed the damage all around of all the rounds which was like not a good way to do it i don't think and then basically like that ammo type you could only hold like what like Like three three bullets or some shit it was it was not a good way to nerf it and i guess i haven't been following the balance changes after that the, the last the couple after it they nerfed it again yeah, I know. they were like man we didn't nerf it hard enough let's just mm. keep digging it into a hole so i don't know what it's like now if they tried to restore it but it was a big point of contention for a lot of people because people who played bow guns were like finally it's our time to shine <laughs> over here and then capcom was like nah how about you guys get fucked over there right and i imagine being your first monster hunter game that's a really hard thing to have happen Oh yeah. Did you try any other weapons, or did you just give up on the game? I gave up. I didn't, didn't want to relearn a whole another weapon class. Yeah, because that I is went like from the start whole... to the end of the game using the bow gun. Mm. Yeah. At that point, I would have to scrap everything I learned and relearn a whole new thing, and using Manny's broadsword or whatever it was. <sighs> the great sword rules. It seemed like I'd have to learn a whole new playstyle. You would, <laughs> and that's that's one of the reasons why I think Monster Hunter is really cool, is because like the experience that I have. It's nothing like the experience that Jumbo and Nukio have. Like, each weapon might as well be, like, learning a fighting game character. Right. And, like, that's why they're always like, oh, we gotta try new weapons. And I'm like, nah, man. I learned how to play the greatsword, and they, like, sort of changed it a little bit. But I have that skill set, so I can adapt to that. Whereas, like, 
People are like, oh, but the insect glaive is new. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I'm spinning around, mm. jumping. I got to throw this bug and feed it shit. Like, I don't need that. I need to be able to hit a thing in the head really hard with the big sword. <laughs> and I like that. Yeah, because I, I remember the beta, I was primarily dicking around with the bow and arrow. Yeah. And I, I liked that. But then when the game kind of started... It was hard to play with the bow and arrow by yourself. It is very hard, yeah, because the aggro. So then I switched to the shield and the sword. Yeah. Which was a pretty quick, which I I usually, if I'm going to play like an action game like that, I want a weapon that moves kind of quick. I wouldn't want to use something like the great sword that you were using that like wider, slower swings. Yeah, man, so slow. But like, so your reasoning for not liking the bow that is what the bowgun used to be like. Right. But the slash ammo literally stun-locked the monster in one place, <laughs> so it couldn't get out of there. And, like, w- what I don't get about them nerfing that is there is no actual reason to do that in a single-player game. Right. Like, it is not... There is no real money economy or anything. There's no real reason to be like, hey... <laughs> fuck this weapon other than that it is sort of a detriment to other people if you're playing multiplayer but like in that case just make it not make people flinch that's what i was going to suggest like if the big complaint was multiplayer but then like the other complaints were people saying like oh it makes it too easy then like don't fucking use it who cares (laughs) like i i agree with scott in that i think it's ridiculous whereas like jumbo would say oh just use a new weapon or it's not that bad but like it was a pretty huge nerf and that's wild. Yeah. Well, not just that, but I mean, like, Scott spent probably 80 hours <laughs> making be- the better of those weapons uh-huh. as well. And now he's got to go back to, like, a base whatever new weapon. Yeah, that's <laughs> why, like, I'm not yeah. starting over on PC, man. I don't want to <laughs> no. go through that shit either. Yeah, because well, starting over on PC, you got to start with new armor. You got to go through the 70-hour campaign You got to go through the whole campaign. You got to research the stupid monsters. I don't like that part. Yeah, that's... I mean, I just remember logging after that patch. I got on. I even, remember I he got on. Know he happened. got on to play. He didn't know the patch happened. Yeah, and you just said to me, "I feel like the bowgun sucks now. Is something happening?" And I was like, "I don't think so. I feel the same." And then he, we saw the patch notes. Yeah, and we're like, I just felt like I was doing nothing. Got him. <laughs> and now, when did they they uh, they nerf this? This was a couple months in, mm. uh, like a month or two after. But what I think is. We, normally in Monster Hunter, you wouldn't have noticed that nerf, but since they started showing the damage numbers, it's impossible not to know. Right. So you like see it and are like, "Whoa, this is doing way less." So wait, when you turn the game on, it doesn't say like nerf changes or. Like... Uh, it, it doesn't come up with that stuff. You would have to go in and look at the patch notes. But I mean, mm. if you leave it in rest mode, it would just go go and do. do it, and then that game would just auto connect to the server and be right. like, "Oh, I installed the patch." So there's no way for like you would. It's possible that you wouldn't know that 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 changed. I'm just trying to think like a lot of at least fighting games like all fighting games pretty much are like new 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 changes or whatever you want to call it new patch notes or and they usually kind of break that stuff down which they do in in Monster Hunter as well and then you read those patch notes and you're like Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) so yeah I I I really like this game but I kind of stopped playing by the end of January. Because mm-hmm. I was just kind of ready to move on to other things. Yeah, I kept playing it a little bit longer, pretty heavy, and then I would get on every so often with Nukio and Jumbo and do new quests and stuff. But even then, it's 
the thing that I wanted was for them to add new monsters and the new like areas, and I mean that is happening this coming fall. Right. But that's in a long time, so I'll get back into it then. But is that going to be just like an expansion? It is. Or... They're selling it as a standalone. Not standalone. They're selling it as DLC. So right. like it's basically just G rank with what I assume is at least one new map and some new monsters. And what do you think? Forty fifty dollars. It'll probably be. Mm. I would guess like 30 but it depends what they're trying to do now that yeah. they're trying to reach the Western market. Because if it was like it used to be, that shit would be a new $60 game. Right. So. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not uncommon for DLC to be somewhere between 30 and 50 No, it's not. I just I think that it should be 30 if they want to continue to have people purchase it here that aren't, like, still wicked on board with Monster Hunter. I, and I also feel like people who aren't still wicked on board with Monster Hunter will not buy this anyways because you're like, oh, man, you you stopped playing like a year ago, mm. but now relearn it all and go yeah, for the yeah, way yeah. harder monsters that all will have one-hit kill moves. I, that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like if you're still playing this game next fall, I don't think it really matters. It could be $60 and you're likely going to buy it. I mean, I would buy it regardless right. because I like Monster Hunter, but yeah. All right, number 10, Monster Hunter. I Yeah, I didn't expect I'm it to so be that. that it wasn't but I didn't know about the, the patch notes. 76. Boy. So. I knew it was going to be low. I didn't know it was going to be that low. I yeah, thought he was going to cut it, actually. That's shocking wow. to me. I thought he would have cut it. And now, after this, I'm going to have to hear about the two games you cut, because, oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, my number nine is Far Cry 5. Okay. Uh, That's going to be way higher on Scott's list. I, okay. <laughs> um, it's, I enjoy Far Cry. I just, um, I know you're, you have zero interest in it, Manny. Pretty much negative interest, yeah. But, I, I mean, you know me, I like shooters and i like first person shooters and i enjoy ubisoft open world games which i feel like makes me kind of unique because it seems like the internet hates them i stopped enjoying them probably a couple years ago right around the time that i played assassin's creed unity and thought there's no way there could be a game worse than this that they make and then none of them were as bad as that, but boy, did I not like Unity, and it really ruined that. But wasn't thing. that more mechanical issues? There was a lot going on, man. <laughs> it was like the classic map vomit, like where you fucking turn the map on, and there's like 900 icons, and I'm just like, oh my See, god. See, they I did. Hate that. They did change this up where it is a little bit more dynamic, where it's just kind of explore the world and slowly unlock these missions and okay. opportunities. So this is, you, I, do I understand this right? You tackle each, like there are areas and you do three, each one. Three each, three yeah, individual And then areas. you get like hit with a sleep dart. Yes. And you, then something <laughs> happens and you keep getting hit with sleep darts. Well, there's, there's the three areas. <laughs> okay. And I can't remember if it's like, the area is a hundred percent, and you're working it down to zero, or if it's at zero percent, and you're trying to get it up to a hundred. It's you're a, working up to a hundred. It's, it's so it's like is same. it just cause, it, where you're trying to cause enough mayhem in an area to Basically. like trigger the thing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. and there are a few missions, like main missions, but I mean you can just do random side. You can just run into some people and start shooting them, and that kind of works towards um, that 100%. All you're trying to do is get to the 100%, so then it brings out the main boss in that area, and then there's like a final showdown with that boss. You take them out, then you move on to the next area. Okay. So it, it is, they did do a great job with just the 
encouraging you to explore the map more because there isn't just like a vomit of all these icons on the map. They they do at least change it up enough. It honestly reminded me more of uh, Tom Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands in that sense where it's it's just kind of go into area, an area, recon, discover where the mission is, you know, carry out the mission, and then you're kind of done with that area. Except the big difference is Ghost Recon Wildlands had about like 25 areas you had to do that with. This was much better where there was only three. Okay. So I, it, it, this game ends up, it doesn't really overstay its welcome, would you say, Scott? It, I know, I, I enjoyed it for yeah. the most part. I didn't really get bored ever. No, I, and, but I mean, one thing... my attention. One thing Far Cry does well that I don't think it's enough credit is... It just, it's a good shooting game. It feels good to shoot. Which I know sounds stupid, but there are definitely first-person shooters where you're like, oh boy, this does not feel good. Yeah. Where I, the weapons feel really good in Far Cry, and it's just kind of fun to... Like, to... like Assassin's Creed, I just feel like it's a burden to go around and do everything. Far Cry, I never felt burdened by anything. Oh, see, <laughs> I feel that way in every open-world game now. Like, I'll see, like... Oh, I did this side mission, and then you'll realize that, like you got to do the same fucking side mission like seventeen thousand more times to get the trophy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I, I just don't want to do I don't it. Know, Far Cry's always felt a little different every mission. I yeah. guess like was... it does. It still have the thing where you like raid the camps. Like you... no, they took out a lot of the camps and they okay. took out all the towers and they really. They really did do make a lot of changes to this to the the formula of Far Cry. The one thing I I am sad about is Far Cry was always kind of known for the villains and just having charismatic villains. Yeah. And this one, they just, I what was his name, John? Yeah, John. He just <laughs> he doesn't completely hit. And then that ending is just like, okay, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, that was kind of a different ending. <laughs> Which I told you about the ending, yeah, and now I... everyone knows the ending because of the Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah, are you going to get that? We'll see. Okay. I, I will. Yeah, I know you will. I, ju- I just, I, yeah, I don't know, man. And I also feel like they, leading into it, were like, oh yeah, this one's going to be so political and all this stuff, and then they realized what the actual political climate was, and were like, oh no, <laughs> we can't do that. And so then they didn't, but they, it was a game that was supposed to be about that, so it just seemed like weird backpedaling or something. Yeah. I saw, I saw a lot of people complain about that, but I also don't know that that's what people go to Far Cry for. I see, I think the, one of the biggest <laughs> issues is that beginning, that, like the first five minutes of the game are just really powerful because you're, you start out and you're just kind of like a police officer going to arrest John, and then you, you, <laughs> You handcuff him, you take him to the helicopter, and then all of a sudden, like, all of his disciples, I guess you'd call them, they just kind of start flinging themselves onto your helicopter, which causes the helicopter to crash, and that's kind of what starts the whole game, is now you're lost in this area, and you've got to kill all the the Peggies, I believe they're called. They were called Peggies. I don't remember why, but yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I wish if this game came out in what May? Yeah, a while ago. I don't yeah, know. February. Yeah, February. I was thought. it? Maybe it was like February. pretty early in the year, I thought, but I don't really remember. I guess it was a long time ago. And I remember I, cheeseburger. Yeah. Did, who, <laughs> who did you use? 
Um, the two pilots, the oh, yeah, the helicopter and the flyby plane guy. Just because they were really good at what they did. No, they're just a big distraction. Mm. <laughs> Every enemy would look at them and just shoot in the sky and I'm right. like, oh, easy pickings. <laughs> yeah, I went with Peaches, the mountain lion, and uh, the dog. I was because Peaches would like run around and kind of stealthily take out guys and so would so would the dog i don't know i i like i like using the animals yeah i mean i like animals as well in the new one you can use a pig that's not gonna get me interested but we are but, moving into the year of the pig <laughs> that is true <laughs> but i'm still gonna use the dog because it hops into the car i wonder if video games will fully embrace the year of the pig mm. far cry will be <laughs> so yeah that's that's uh far cry it's number nine it's not higher on the list because uh story-wise it's just it doesn't quite hit but it's still a fun game to run around and okay. do far cry things do far cry things um my number nine was celeste which i played to completion last week and i scott i actually think you would like celeste because I remember you said you wanted a really good puzzle platformer, and then you played one that was not that good, but you really liked it. So I feel like if you played Celeste... Did you ever play Super Meat Boy? I did. Did you like that? It was challenging. It was okay. I, yeah. didn't really, I got into it too late. I think that you would like Celeste. Because it also... The plot is like... There's not a lot to it, but it is about... The main character, Madeline, climbing a mountain as a metaphor for tackling her mental issues that she has. Interesting. But there's like, it's only like six or seven hours long, and there's eight stages, seven if you don't find all the crystal hearts or whatever. Um, and it's just, I, I don't know, it just controls really well, and the pixel art style is really simple, but the music is very good, and then it has all the extra challenges if you want that. Like, most games will have stupid, weird collectibles around, and in Celeste, they're strawberries, and it's really weird because they tell you up front, hey, these strawberries are literally meaningless. Like, there is no reason for you to collect these other than the fact that because you see them there, you will want to collect these. And then one of the loading screens is like, yeah, bragging rights against your friends or whatever. And so I eventually stopped doing that because some of them were just so challenging that I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. Now, now, if you collect the strawberries, did you then have to get to the end of the screen? You have to get to where the strawberries feel safe is what they say. But it just means if you touch like solid ground. Okay. Um, and then it caches it, so then if you kill yourself on the screen or you die, then you still have the strawberry. Mm. But one of the things I think is weird is, like, you get the strawberries, and then they, they're, they like, worth a thousand points, but, like, there are no points. So it just seems really strange that you collect a strawberry, and then it says, like, oh, man, you got a thousand points. And I was like, what? Did you play this on PlayStation? I played it on PS4, yeah. Was there, like, a trophy for collecting the strawberries? There's trophies for collecting the strawberries, um, and I also think that the ending might change slightly. I guess I don't want to say what that means, but I think if you get all the strawberries, dialogue at the end will be different, hmm. and I think that would be the only thing. Like, one line of dialogue would be different. Um, but the thing that is actually really cool, like, other than the fact that the levels are kind of hard and the story is pretty good, is there are these areas with pink and blue platforms that like move in time to a uh, rhythm and if you get to the end of those you collect like a cassette tape and they unlock b-sides which are just the level that you're on but way harder 
And so they remix the music and it's like completely different, but way harder when you go in there. Hmm. I only did one of those because it took me like over an hour to do the one and I died like 500 times or something. But I felt good that I did it and it was like a fun experience. I don't know that I'd be able to do it for all the levels because each one has like a new mechanic. Mm-hmm. And some of the mechanics I just was like, wow, I can imagine what this would be like harder and I don't want that. Like the one where it's all windy. Oh, they yeah. can fuck that. I don't want that at all. Um, the one that I did do was one of the ones that I probably hated the most and should not have done. Uh, and that's why I died so many times. But it is interesting. And then I did not find any, but there are also C sides that you mm. can find in the B side levels. And I don't even know what those are like, but if they're harder than the B sides, then boy, <laughs> I would probably not be able to do them. Um, but it is just overall, it's very simple. Like you dash, you have a jump, you can hold onto walls and climb, but you have so much grip before she just falls mm-hmm. and uh you can use your dash once before you hit the ground there is a point where you can dash twice for story reasons um and yeah i don't know it's just like a good allegory for mental health stuff and it is like a good seven to eight hour game yeah i i and you just played this very recently yes this is probably your most recent game on your list would you say yeah it is and also if you do suck but you still want to experience it they have like all kinds of accessibility options to make it so that you can actually get through it Mm -hmm. if you just want to see what the story is which i think is cool yes um and there's a whole bunch of like colorblind stuff that he was very inclusive with all types of people um I did not use that. Yes. I did consider it at one point because I was like, wow, I don't think that I will beat this stage. But I did. Hmm. Uh, it was also five in the morning, so I probably should have just gone to bed. But I did it. Yes. All right. That's my number nine. Scott, what is your number nine? Man, my number nine is DJ Max Respect. No. It's not because I hate it. I know. It's because I don't like rhythm games. But this is but like the first one you tried, right? It's the first one I've came back to since Guitar Hero 2. Damn. <laughs> you never played Rock Band? No. no I, I stopped not. liking them forever ago. Wow. So I gave this one a shot. It's, it's not at the bottom of my list, but I enjoy the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was so surprised that you tried it because I knew you hated rhythm games and I kept talking about it and you were like, I think I'm going to buy it. I was like, why would you do that? Like, you know you hate this type of game. Why would you do that? And you you did try, you gave it a fair shot, which I thought was good. Um, it still gets fair shots every now and then. You still play it every now and then? <laughs> every now and then. Damn, so do I. A lot more than you, probably. <laughs> but I. that's cool that you, um, that you still try it. When was the last time you played it? A couple weeks ago. Okay. Now, when you play it, do you just sit down, play a couple songs, and then call it a day? I try a few songs, try to get my back to where I was, then try a harder difficulty song, fail a few times, give up on life, and <laughs> quit it for a little bit. <laughs> so, like That's one of the things that is weird about it, and it is very hard. Like It is actually considered to be very hard by people who like rhythm games a lot. Like their whole their whole US tagline for selling it was literally this is the dark souls of rhythm games and that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard cuz it is not like that 
but it is it is super difficult and it is hard to get used to. Like if you see what the fuck maximum difficulty on eight buttons looks like, it's like holy <laughs> shit. My brain doesn't even work a fraction of that fast, let alone my hands keeping up with what my brain would be doing. So did you main you just did four button, right? Mainly on I normal? Did four button a okay. few six buttons. Okay. I couldn't do five button, I tried it once. Five button is possible. harder than eight button, I'm convinced. Doesn't make sense. Because you're... Because one of the buttons is shared and it It's so me. stupid. It doesn't make any sense. So like four button, you would be using left, up, triangle, and circle. And it makes sense. There's four. Six button, you're using left, up, right, square, triangle, circle. So it's like six and it makes sense. Five is... Uh, it's like left, up... Triangle, circle, but also... Square and right? Square and right are the same thing. So, like... But it also, if you push them both, it doesn't count it. Like, it fucks it up most of the time and thinks you missed. Mm. And so, one, one of the reasons I actually think that the game overall is hard is because it's not like most other rhythm games where, like, if you hit the note at all within its range, it's good. You actually have to hit it, like, on the be exact beat. So, you either get 100%... Uh, one to ninety percent, or you miss. So, like, if you don't get a hundred percent, everything else is mm. underneath that, basically. Okay. So it's really it's hard to do. Yeah, because I played this a little tiny bit. I want to say for extra life. I probably yeah. And I did not do very well. I mean, it takes a while to get used to for sure. And also, I just I'm not good at rhythm games like Scott. But I mean, like I have no rhythm. Like you've you've played uh, rock band with me while I play the drums. Hey, I mean, yeah, that's rough yeah. for me because I try to count the beat. The so that if the drum is off, it, yeah, I, I fuck up so bad. I was so bad that my my drumming is so bad it made his guitar playing worse. But you were good at that. You did well at the bass. I think. I did well. Yeah, at the bass, which yes. is also pretty. The, the the whole the point of the bass is to keep the rhythm with the drums. So you had that at least. Yes. I think that something about the drums that was not doing it for you, but the bass, the bass, I do think that you did well. I mean, you could play on like expert on yeah, a lot I, of songs. So I, you, it's not like you have no rhythm, literally. I see. I'm just kind of reacting to whatever note is there. So it's yeah. Not, I wasn't really getting into a rhythm. No, like anticipation of, of what is coming next or yeah. anything. Just what? Okay. That's so, all. I get that. I was just kind of reacting as quickly as I could, right. and doing that with the drums was a lot harder. Yeah. All right, DJ, yep. DJ Max Respect. I kind of figured that would be in... I know that's going to be in Maddie's list. Uh, I'm so curious what you cut now. Because <laughs> I would have expected the last two games you said to be cut from the list. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm really curious. I'm also curious the game that he mentioned oh, before the, the podcast. I know where it is. I was expecting that to be <laughs> 9 or 10. I know all about where it is. <laughs> so my number 8 is uh, Yakuza 6. Okay. Uh, this is a culmination of seven games, which I have not played them all. I have not played, at this point, three, four, or five. Mm -hmm. But I have played all all the Yakuza's for this generation. So, really, I've kind of missed the last three, at least in, in Kiryu's story. But, I don't know, there's just something about the Yakuza series that it's just a lot of fun to... It's just this chaotic mess of a story that is just a lot of fun with um, with Kiryu, and then I wish Majima was more in the, in six because it, it's 
he's my favorite character in this franchise, which I assume that's is probably true. Yeah, for I me mean, as well. For probably most people. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's why he was in Zero was because there was like a poll and everyone was people like people wanted him to be playable. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that is true. But I I don't think I don't think as highly of this as I do Zero. Zero was just a better game overall. That is a hundred percent. I do feel that way. Mm-hmm. But there is something about like it being the end of Kiryu's whole plot after seven games that is right. like makes it kind of special. I don't know. And also, I just I didn't get into any of the side stuff this time either. I got into some of it. The one where you are the mascot of Onomichi oh, okay. is. Uh, something special you beat the shit out of another mascot and you're like wearing an orange on your head and you <laughs> sing the song and the kids think you're really great it's pretty special yeah i didn't get into that too much no are you just the mascot and do you control the baseball team at all or how does... you can't so that's that's a different quest line yeah, the other quest okay. line is you run that baseball team because right. like there's the part of the story where they Say, like, oh, man, we got to beat this team. And right. then Kiryu offers to be their manager. But you can, like, recruit almost any NPC in that game to play on the baseball team. And, like, fucking that minigame is so deep <laughs> that it is crazy. The one minigame that I never started at all is the one that is, like, Japanese Cheers. Where you, yeah. like, run that bar and then become friends with all the bar patrons. I didn't even find that. No, I didn't. I, I usually try to run around and do as much as I can of the side stuff. None of it really kind of appealed to me. I did like the baseball one, but then after yeah, a yeah. while I was like, whoa, I will never beat this if I keep going down this baseball path. So I, Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed running like the clubs, the cabaret clubs. I know yeah, you were I don't that. like that mini game, but it was, I mean, if you liked it, it was basically the same mini game. It was, so. which I played that in... Zero. Zero to completion. And I think it was also in Kiwami. Wasn't it was in it? Kiwami. Yeah, Kiwami too. And I played yeah. that to completion. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun as well. But this one just didn't do it for me. I did. I did try the weird one where you're doing like the sex chat line. Okay, that one's awesome. <laughs> I hundred percented that one. That one is so stupid. It is. <laughs> oh fuck, man. Oh. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. That one is awesome because Kiryu is so pure and simple, yeah. and you're like, "This is something else, my man." Uh, the one, the mini game that I ended up doing the most, other than the baseball one, is like the weird RTS gang war one. Yeah, yes, that like after the fifth or sixth time, it's like, "Wow, this isn't fun." No, but yeah, you no. get a lot of good rewards from doing that one. So I did that a lot, and that's where all the Japanese wrestlers show up. Yes, as well. Um, I, I want to say that was in Kiwami as well. That was in Kiwami as well, uh, which I didn't. Or no, I, Kiwami two. It was in Kiwami two because it runs on the same engine as six. Right. So they just took the mini games. So I think they they took the the cabaret club and so yeah, like, I did which, that. Which the cabaret club was not in six, and and I didn't like the RTS from Kiwami too, so I didn't really engage with the Yakuza six. Yeah, um, we already talked about like one of my favorite moments in that game cut a couple episodes ago. Scott, would you believe that a company known for building boats? built a boat <laughs> would you be able to believe that was the big plot twist um it was also uh, it was they also hit boat? it was a big yes. boat and they hit it in the bay under the ocean 
they like push a switch and like the fucking the bay opens and this huge ship comes out and i it was definitely one of my favorite funny hilarious moments of the year because i was like what yakuza is something special man shit is off the wall they built a boat they built a boat but it was because they're supposed to be demilitarized they like kept the boat a secret to like blackmail some politician or some shit Mm -hmm. spoilers and then the at, and then the very end of it is just kind of wrapping up Kiryu's story where he's dead, but then he's not really dead, which I don't think anybody actually believed Kiryu was going to be dead. Because that's the classic Yakuza moment of, oh no, they died, oh nope, they didn't actually die. No, rubber bullets, all kinds of things. I don't think it was live. rubber bullets. No, that did. time he just didn't die, and it didn't make sense. But I I appreciate that he lived, because I like Kiryu. Yes, and then he... I still don't agree with his thought process. Yeah, it really doesn't make sense, but I... Whatever, man. Kiryu, Kiryu's a simple dude. I was going to say, he's not very smart. He's got a lot going on. And, yeah. So, I... I don't believe this is the end of Kiryu. I do think this is the end of Kiryu as a main character. I think it should be the end of Kiryu. He's going to somehow stumble He his way should back. not, but I know he will. And I <laughs> will be so upset when it does happen. Because it's the same issue I have with a lot of franchises where they're finally like, oh man, this character's arc is over. And then they like try to keep focusing on that character instead of the new characters they created. That's one concern I have is what if this new character sucks? And then they have to go back to Kiryu. That will be terrible. I Like, I just... I would hope that... Oh, my God. I would hope that they uh, they don't let that happen. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how it pans out. Have you ever played a Yakuza game, Never Scott? Never one. I do not think that Scott would enjoy it very much. No? Um, I don't know. It's got a lot of weird mini-games and, like, completion stuff. But Oh, yeah. I, I think, like, how long they are is... Well, a deterrent to a lot of people, and they just... The main story, if you just kind of mainline it like I did Yakuza 6... He literally wouldn't be able to do it. Okay. He uh, plays games like I do. Because, like, I'm... talking about it. You were, like, playing it for, I felt like, the whole year. I was, <laughs> and I... That was because when I was trying to play Yakuza 6, that was when, like, everyone decided that it was time for a Manny hangout. Mm. And so, like, every night I would sit down and play Yakuza for, like, ten minutes... And then my phone would blow up and with like three to five different people being like, are we hanging out? And I'm just like, I just want to beat Yakuza 6. Let me beat Yakuza 6. Yakuza, I had to take a break from it for like months oh, because bad. there was another game that came out that I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to play this now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I came back to Yakuza 6 like way after. Do you think it was God of War? I think it might have been God of War, yeah. Because I think those came out. I was just kind of wondering. Got it, I, yeah, Yakuza 6 came out fairly early mm-hmm. in the year, and I was doing my thing where I was trying to beat every game I got, mm-hmm. which I did pretty well with that, mainly, um, until the end of the year here. Uh, but I was just being like, I should actually finish these games. Right. Instead of having like 30 games that I bought but didn't finish. So I actually went back to Yakuza and did beat it. But Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 they at least wrap it up better than some franchises um i am kind of sad about kiryu okay so yakuza 6 yes that big fan that's my uh, number eight 
And now, Manny, what is your number eight? Uh, my number eight is Donut County. Okay. Which I waited a long time for this game to come out because... Shut up, Scott. I'll let you play it. I told you, it takes an hour and a half to play Do you want to... We can do it right after the podcast. Can he get it on his phone? He could, but he should just get the platinum because he likes trophies. It's mm, really sweet. easy. All right, you got to explain the game a little bit. Okay, no, okay. So, Ben Esposito, one man. It took him like six years to finally come out with this game. I remember when he originally had it. So the concept is sort of like reverse Katamari Damasi. You play as a hole in the ground. And like there is, instead of a big ball, you play as a hole. And you basically, each thing that you get in the hole, the hole gets slightly bigger. Until you eat everything in the level. So initially it starts and it is like Katamari Damacy where you're just like, I want to eat all this shit. But it eventually ramps up to be like puzzles where you got to eat certain things like water will fill up the hole. And you got to use that to like start other stuff. You can like put fireworks in there and then like eventually you get a catapult and you can shoot the shit out of it to solve puzzles. It's really dumb and really charming. Um, so the... You find out that the reason that everything is happening is because of this raccoon named BK. And he has this app on his phone that is uh, he uses to deliver donuts, which that's code for these holes. And the more stuff that he eats with the hole, the more points he gets. And he wants to buy a drone with the points he gets. And he's really close to getting the drone. Um, so I don't want to give away the whole, the whole plot, but it is just... It is a dumb, simple concept that I really enjoyed. Like, just the act of controlling the hole feels really good. Um, it is, like, $20 on PS4, and it is, like, $5 on iOS and Android. Uh, boy. Um, <laughs> so it's it's super cheap on phones, and it would be really easy to control that way. Um, and on iOS, you get the sweet sticker packs, because you... In between levels, you, like, text mm -hmm. with the girl in BK. I can't remember her name offhand. Um, and it's just really weird and, like... Yeah, because you're a raccoon, right? Sort of. Okay. You're the hole. You, it's various people controlling the hole at different times. I okay. Think. At some point, there's a raccoon controlling... BK, yeah, is the main one controlling it. Okay. But, uh... So what happens at the end of every level, there is this thing called the Trashopedia. And it will have a description of each item that you sucked up as written from the perspective of a raccoon. Mm -hmm. It's pretty funny. Like most of it is pretty good. And the fact that he, he had to write this for like hundreds and hundreds of items are just like, they're so stupid. Like what a raccoon would think about a traffic cone and shit. And it mm -hmm. just is really stupid or like computers and all, all anything you can think of, even the people that you end up sucking up. Um, hmm. And it, at most, is like three hours long. I think it took me two hours, and then I took the extra hour-ish to clean up the trophies. And now that I know how to do it, I could probably do it in like an hour and a half. Wow. Um, so there's not much to it, and it is pretty easy. The puzzles are not that hard or anything. The thing to bum me out the most about it is that there wasn't more to it. Like, right. there could have <laughs> just been more levels or slightly deeper puzzle mechanics, but it never comes to that. And it... It's both good and bad because I would have liked more, but also it didn't outstay its welcome. Right. I don't know how much longer you could go on with that concept and have it still be fun or like intriguing and not just feel like a weird chore after a certain point. But it is super charming. The art style is weird. The music is very much like the kind of weird shit in Katamari Damacy. 
it is very much taking a lot of pages from that that game but i don't know it's a new interesting thing right raccoons i still i the shirt from that game that i want to buy is sold out every time i go to look for it it is the raccoon and it says have a garbage day on it and it is the background of bk's phone and it happens at the end of every level and i want that shirt so bad um but yeah i like donut county a lot yeah and it, I, it sounds like a very charming game it is and it is very short so if anyone wants to play it they can just and it's definitely worth the twenty dollars i thought it was um but i mean you could just play it on my ps4 well right i'm just kind of wondering like because like <laughs> spending twenty dollars for a three-hour game or something that at most is going to be like a three-hour game can, yeah no like some I, people wouldn't like that no i knew what i was getting into ahead of time also right so I I was gonna enjoy it no matter what, but I did I did like it a lot. All right. Okay. Scott, what do you got? Uh, Here, number eight. Eight. Far Cry Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So. Well, it was down the list farther than you probably thought. It is. I thought it was gonna be much higher than this. Now I'm, your list is an enigma. Uh, but you did like it. I remember you talking about it. Yeah. And you thought most of it was pretty stupid, but also that you enjoyed it. So. Yeah. Stump fun. It's the right kind of dumb fun. It was. What, um... I had a question. I didn't platinum it. If that's what you didn't? Was. I did not I platinum. thought you were gonna. I, I got lazy. <sighs> Rough. I think I'm pretty close, though. What, uh... Do you know what you need left? Some very specific cleanup. Interesting. It was doing all those stupid challenges, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the barns and stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Where... Does a perspective of someone from the past or something like that, mm. or is this like American thing? Yeah, it's hard. I can't remember everything about that game. It was such a it, long I don't time know, ago. You were either flying or skydiving or driving in a bike. Oh, those! <laughs> I have actively avoided all of those. I, I didn't like them. <laughs> cool. Sounds like they were great. Yeah, it, like fireworks are going off. Yeah, like that open. that's right. I tried it I tried it once, I failed and said, I'm never gonna do one of those again. <laughs> yeah, one of them's like doing all of them and doing something right with them or something. Yeah. I hate <laughs> see I hate flying in video games because it's got the inverted controls. Oh yeah. It took me so long to figure out how to skydive. Yeah, I, I never flew. Paraglider or whatever it's called with your wingsuit and I was like, This is so complicated. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. No one ever says anything positive about Far Cry. Like, or like, not necessarily negative, but not really positive either. I feel like what people say is, I enjoy it. <laughs> Far Cry 4 is one of my favorite games of all time. Okay. I liked 2. 2 is a lot different than it 5, is though. I know it was. Malaria. It was completely different. Everybody game. loves I didn't malaria. like taking the malaria pills every time. What? Seconds. Everybody <laughs> likes. <laughs> Boy, that game is weird. Mm-hmm. The fire you could catch the whole map on fire and, and it would like, it would burn the whole map down you drop one mile top the whole area yeah down. and like that was their fire tech and then they went to far cry 3 and they were like we forgot how to do that because it was <laughs> not like that again well it, Man, yeah. that's really strange also far cry 1 was like pc only or some shit well it was made by a different Stuff company is weird everything was, is weird it was made by crytek i want I don't, I don't know. Uh, the first one was definitely made by Crytek. It was not a Ubisoft. Hmm. I don't think the second one was either. Was yeah, it? I don't. I don't know the second one. I I know the third one is since then. Hundred percent is yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, 
All right, Far Cry. Uh, my number seven is Monster Hunter. Okay. And I, we've already kind of went into we did. depth well, about that one, so I don't really have a lot to add. Okay. My number seven is Forza Horizon 4. Um, you talked about it a lot. I did. And I was like, man, I want to play a driving game that's good because I haven't in a really long time. And so I got the free trial of Game Pass. Which first you played it. I did play it a little bit at your house. And right. I was like, wow, this seems pretty cool. But then I wanted to see if it would work on my PC. Right. But I didn't want to pay $60 and then find out I couldn't run it. So I got the free trial of Game Pass. And then it did run it very well. Mm-hmm. And then I played the whole thing. And then you, yeah. And now you I have just continue Pass. to have Game Pass because <laughs> I forget to cancel it. Uh, yeah. But I'll probably keep it until Crackdown. It sucks, and then I'll get rid of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't played a racing game in a long time, and I really like racing games, but right. I don't like the super simulation stuff, right. which is what regular Forza is. I like more like Burnout. So Forza Horizon like is somewhere in between Burnout and mm. actual simulation racing games because it still has like the racing lines and stuff like that. But it still has a more arcadey feel, right? And you can use whatever cars you want, and not just like weird supercars and shit. I mean, you can do that if you want. Um, but there are so many different types of events and everything. So that if there is like a kind you don't really like, you can do all kinds of other shit, right? And I did it in a way that I'm weird, and I would like do all the dirt racing things in a row, and then move on to the next thing. Mm. Like I did street racing, and then something else, and then something else. Uh, and obviously I'd do the showcases when they would show up. Right. Uh, cause they would, that was like how you advance the plot or whatever. The quote unquote um, plot. I plot mean. Quote unquote plot. Yeah. But yeah, I, all of those are also cool, even though they've been doing it for four games. Like you race the hovercraft and the yeah. plane and the fighter jet. And it's just the Halo, the Halo one was cool. The, yes. The one where you're driving the warthog on the beach is pretty cool as like a weird nod to the xbox which thing. i mean that wasn't really a race and no I, it was not even a little bit yeah and i don't even know that you were really timed i can't uh, remember but i, mean, I, I mean, get because it was like a they framed it in a way that it was like cortana was training you as a, as a yes. new spartan to like in a combat scenario or something yeah which i mean it had the halo music it had cortana, had cortana and the warthog yeah i mean it was a it was a fantastic homage to uh to you know halo and i yeah i mean i see you and i did uh did that kind of differently where i just kind of wherever i was on the map i would just go to the closest event and then i would just race that event go through that and move on and so i was just kind of bouncing around the map and also i was just kind of running around taking out all the billboards did you get all the billboards not even close did you get did you drive on all the the tracks and everything Wait, all the or, roads? Um, all the roads, no, yes. No, the more no. you talk about it, it sounds like burnout. I know, it's really cool. I like it yeah. a lot. I think you would too. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it, which do you have a you have a PC, right? His PC can definitely run it. I mean, you mine could... can at 1080p, full <laughs> like maxed out. Mm-hmm. His computer's like twice as good as mine. Which you can do what he did: sign up for Game Pass you and play just for free. Play it two weeks <laughs> for free, and honestly, it it's definitely worth it and then they just had a new dlc which just kind of gives you more races yeah i didn't end up i didn't end up getting that because i've been replaying kingdom hearts too (laughs) but uh yeah i i I, I did like forza i didn't know what to expect going in but i immediately was like whoa 
I have not played a racing game in a really long time, mm. and this is scratching that itch, and is very good. Do you remember what level you ended up being? I do not. Because I, I, right now I'm at level 150. Okay. Which, what I really like about the game is... I think I was like half that. It was yeah, like 60-something or 70-something. It doesn't scale at all. No. You just... You just what you do, Scott, is you you yeah. have like a character level that you're just leveling up from one, two, three, and four. And like Overwatch, every time you level up, you get a loot box or it's a wheel spin, but it's essentially a loot box where you yeah. can unlock a cosmetic for your character. You can unlock horns for your car. You can unlock a new car. You can get new credits, which you can then spend the credits to buy new cars. So that that's the thing that I like the least about it. I think is. While you can just buy the cars with the credits, right? it would be so frustrating when I would get a super wheel spin and I would get like three pieces of clothes and not a car and I would be like, motherfucker, See, I just wanted this car. See, I would buy any car I wanted and what I really wanted is I wanted to get that achievement for, for, the, clothing? for the 100 clothing. So like I was just like, give me the goddamn clothes and then the game was never giving me the clothes. But on the until... other hand... I basically used a Subaru Impreza for the entire game because the thing that I thought was weird is you can you like get the cars and they have like a rank between like C and S3 or S4 or something. S2 I think is the highest. I yeah, think. and so like you in any race you're put against AI of other players. Right. And so if you're in like a B rank car, which is what the Subaru Impreza is, you're put up against other B rank cars, that and are... I could usually win those races. Right. But if I was doing S two, that shit, they would blow me away, like no question. And it's weird because you are in the same type of car, right, with about the same stats. So like, what I would end up doing is spending the amount of points right up to the brink of becoming A, right, and still be at B, and then be able to blow away all these cars. But if I did anything like S or above, I would get trashed. Yeah, I definitely, it was a game where I kind of started at a lower difficulty and then every, you know, like couple hours they'd be like, hey, you're winning a lot of races, do you want to bump up? And so like, I eventually got to a point where I was almost at one of the higher difficulties and I was still kind of competing, but you definitely needed to do exactly what you're talking about is whatever rank you were in, you wanted to be at the very top of it before you get into the next so, like, car. That's what I thought was weird about it too. Is like I was racing against drivatars that were literally the highest difficulty for B class, right. and I could smoke them, hmm. no questions asked. But if I did that with S three, I might as well have not even been playing the game. So I don't even I don't have any idea what could possibly be the difference. Like it's easier to control with the the slower. I guess I, I think so, but boy. I just, yeah, something about it was... I found it to be so strange. So I just stayed with, like, uh, B and A rank cars. Because anything higher than that, I just would start to fail every race. I primarily did S1. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it does that really great thing where it makes you feel like you're moving really fast. Yeah, so, like, like, the sense of speed is really yeah. good. This is the point where, like, 150 feels like, oh, my God, I am on the brink of Yeah, like, of I'm going too fast, man. <laughs> Holy shit. So, like, the, the whatever car they have you use against the jet... When you get going right. like 250 yeah. on the straightaways, it's like, holy shit. If yeah. I nick the stick, I'm going to 
veer off and die like oh boy and also the other cool mechanic is and it just sounds like a back back of the box feature that like that the seasons the change season, yes. yeah but it actually changes the way everything feels mm-hmm. like in the winter there's like ice right. and the handling is a lot different mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool yeah and so then once you like as you're going through the game the seasons change gradually right but then once it's over quote unquote then it's like each week or two weeks. It's every season. week. I think it's on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, it, it changes, changes over to so it. So I don't actually know what it is right now. It might be summer. Yeah, right I haven't now. played in a bit, but it, it's cool because it gives you like it makes it an ongoing game. Like there are specific challenges like for that week. Yes. that you can do to earn specific rewards and things like that. So they're still supporting it, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, and those Forza games are crazy. They put out like fucking like thirty cars a week and DLC packs. If you really want to go buck wild and pay for that stuff. Um, but yeah, they just put out that DLC that you seem to enjoy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've played through the whole DLC, and yeah. I I bought the, the, which we had already discussed, the pack that kind of showed all of the collectibles in the world. Yeah, just, yeah. Just because I kind of, I, it's weird, because like, I'm normally not like that, but in this game, I really kind of wanted to get all the collectibles, and I wanted to get the achievement for driving on all the roads and everything, which I think there was over 500. And yes, so. there were. And if without that, there's really no way to know which roads you've driven on. No, you or don't it's like that. really bad. You can, it's easy to tell with the, uh, the dirt roads. Cause like the dirt roads are maroon if you've driven on them, but then they're like a gray. It, you can actually kind of tell once, once I kind of, if I were to show you the difference, like you would, pretty much be able to tell but then you have to kind of just drive around on all the roads and everything interesting no forza horizon is a fantastic racing game it's one of the best i've ever played yeah i have a feeling i know where it is on matt's list but for me me, it is uh number seven scott what is your number seven game all right (laughs) i'm pretty sure manny cut this one from his list okay we'll see Oh, I know you did. You said you played so many games. So, so number seven is The Missing, J.J. McInfield, and the Island of Memories. I did cut this game from my list. Spoilers. <laughs> because oh, Celeste I... is kind of similar in terms of theme. But, oh, is it? Yeah. But better? Uh, in terms of gameplay. I oh, mm. yeah. The Missing mm. is awesome. Right. So tell us about The, the gameplay <laughs> definitely could have been improved a little oh, bit. Oh, just a little bit. I think... <laughs> Like, the first time you experience dying or getting ripped apart or catching fire or all the other things that happen, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Second time, still kind of a cool factor. After the 70th time seeing it happen, and it takes, like, two minutes to play out these scenes. So, like, like, the the concept of the game is you play as J.J. Macfield... And you are camping on an island with your friend? Is that the... Your girlfriend. Yeah. And, and so she, like, leaves... Or maybe your friend. <laughs> I, who knows what the hell at the end. She leaves, like, in the middle of a storm at night, and you go try to follow her, but then you, like, get hurt, and you, like... Her body's pretty mutilated, but she finds out that she can regenerate. So a lot of the puzzles are like, oh, man, I have to, like 
break my body until I'm just ahead so I can get through this area and then regenerate. Do you just, like, hop along? With the head like you head? roll. Oh, it rolls? Okay. Yeah, yeah but, like, cool. you should, like, you fall and off a leg. break your legs and, like, sometimes you have to, like, weigh down seesaws with her body parts and shit. It's super fucked up. How is the sound design? It's really disturbing. <laughs> like, I think about it all the time still. When she catches on fire, that's what he's talking about. It's so annoying. The... <laughs> Her, the animation for her catching on fire is like 30 seconds long and it's just her like burning and screaming in agony and the first couple times you're like this is horrifying but then when you realize you have to keep doing it to solve a puzzle you're like boy I wish I could fast forward through this and so the first time I played this fucking game it was on my switch on a plane and I felt like people were watching me play this and I was like they could hear the screaming in my headphones or something and I was like I can't play this on this plane I like that people are going to think I'm a psychopath, but I, I do agree. I, the concept is awesome. Like it works well as a puzzle game. It's just, that is Swery's thing is that he has these grandiose ideas. It was the same thing as deadly premonition. He has these grandiose ideas and then the gameplay doesn't quite come together. Whereas like deadly premonition throw the gameplay right in the trash because it is actually a piece of shit game from a gameplay perspective right this is so much closer to being a good playing game like they had thought it out i just don't know if it was they didn't have enough time or it was a smaller indie release so i it just feels there are parts of it that like those animations take too long or i i assume you they walk so fucking slow you walk through that one part for like five oh minutes. oh my god <laughs> like if you like holding right for five minutes this is your shit dude she like trots like if you're looking for your friend in the middle of this weird island you wouldn't be walking at this pace i'm gonna tell you that right now you would be like at least lightly jogging maybe i like how when you beat the game you unlock double speed they yeah dude they knew <laughs> like that's what i that's when i beat that when you told me you unlock double speed when you beat it i was like that is the most insulting thing i have ever heard because they know it was bad at that point i mean i kind of get some of the animations it would just make it more poignant just kind of like it would hit a little bit harder but like i i understand what you're saying like the first time it happens you're like this it's hard yes but then like the hundredth time you see it you're like i can't like i can't just speed this up i don't need to see this and so, like, the part that I think is the most impactful is the plot, which I guess you can't even really say, like, what the overall plot is without spoiling the whole oh, yeah, game, right? The whole game. So I can't, I can't really say it, but the core theme, like, the mutilation is, like, symbolism for, like, people hurt themselves to try to be happy or whatever, but it's not always for the best. I guess it's the best you can say without spoiling the whole plot. Yeah, I, because the, I... I mm. I wish that it was easy to recommend to people because I, if I knew someone who was going through that, I would tell them to play this game. But then it's like, oops, I spoiled the whole plot. So it is like it is another thing, kind of like Celeste, where it is uh, there are a lot of like mental issues going on with the main right. character, but not quite in the same way as Celeste, where she, Madeline has like a. I guess it is kind of like Celeste. Whatever. I, hers is more of an explicit, like, mental issue, whereas I think this is... She is trying to suppress something, so it's causing the mental issues instead. Yeah. And, uh, like, people in her life are very unsupportive, whereas Madeline, in 
Celeste, that is not the case. Like, there's a bunch of flashbacks of her talking to her mom, and it's, like, the cutest thing ever, because her mom is like, are you okay? Are you eating? I know you're depressed. Don't be, or whatever. And it's, like, a really nice scene. That shit is not like that. Hmm. So, like, did you collect all the donuts? I collected all but, like, six. Uh, I got all the dialogue. Okay, so that is all the dialogue? Yeah. Does her mom continue to be the worst person on the planet? She seems to slightly improve, but not whole bunch oh my god so like you collect the collectibles in this are donuts and if you collect enough you like unlock the next set of text messages in her phone and you read through them and some of them are just really not good and like pretty disturbing and i don't know how some of those end up but i would imagine some of them end up very bad (laughs) yeah dude like, I didn't even want to go look at the rest of it because I felt like it would make me very uncomfortable. So did it Did it actually feel like it fit? It wasn't, like, ham-fisted or anything? No, like, yeah, that feels like something that someone who is going through what she is going through, that it would be like that. Okay. And it is just, it is even harder because you realize, like, very early on that something is not right. right. Like, you keep seeing the fucking deer guy in the background the and all he, yeah it's like a, and he's in a lab coat and all he's saying is like what the fuck cardiac arrest yeah cardiac arrest <laughs> there's so much blood and like all this other shit and you're like what is happening <laughs> what is happening and she's having conversations with her stuffed animal who really swears a lot and it is just <laughs> like it is the most sweary ass game that there hmm. could possibly be I feel like if the gameplay was slightly changed, there could have been. Yeah, it would. I thought it would have been a lot better. But like those last few scenes, the one you told me your daughter walked in on, (laughs) holy shit, dude! Like if you are faint of heart, this is not your shit, man. This game is not for you. There is a lot of heavy, heavy imagery that is rough. (laughs) So, yeah, man. And I remember I told you about it, like I described it to you, and I said, I think I'm going to buy this for my trip to Colorado. <laughs> and then you bought it, and we're like, yeah, you should get it. It's pretty good. And I did, and I did like it, but there were multiple points where I almost stopped playing it because, n- not even because of the imagery and stuff, which is messed up, but like the gameplay just, right. the first time I played it, I had slept for three hours, and I was very cranky, and I was like, oh. <laughs> it was just prepping you for Red Dead. It was, yeah. <laughs> I think that might be the reason why I was able to push through Red Dead is because I like I beat the missing, so I got this. <laughs> no, but I did. So you you ended up enjoying it quite a bit then. I enjoyed yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Um, would you play another sweary game? Probably. Okay. His next game is much more lighthearted. Yeah, the, like cat people. The cat to tell. Yeah, everybody at night turns into cats. I've funded that game. It's gonna be dope. And that's coming out next year should be yeah maybe Holy 2020 shit. but uh i mean i say this now it's basically animal crossing with cat people so like it's really hard to fuck up that gameplay but i i worry mm. i don't think his studio is developing it also oh, like okay. he just did the design doc and i think another outside okay. studio is taking care of the development whereas his studio white owls did the missing right. so i don't know if they're just helping or they were had the other studio do it until they were done with the missing or whatever but mm-hmm. yeah well cool i do remember you talking about that game yes i uh, i played it on the switch mm-hmm. don't do that 
do not do it. Don't do it. Because it's already a Unity game that doesn't port well to most mm-hmm. consoles unless you really polish the shit out of it. That game looks like a PS2 game, man. There is no world in which it should be, like, chugging the frame rate <laughs> in while you're walking right. Yeah, that was, that was intense on the PS4 when it... You hey, yeah, you played it on the PS4 and it's slowing down. I was like, man, mm. I can't even imagine that. Cause I this... remember telling you about that and you got so worried. You're like, oh, oh my God, God, I got switch. The switch is like, this isn't even going to work. And there were parts <laughs> where it was fucked up. So, mm. yeah. The switch is not as powerful as it would seem because Nintendo really used the magic. They sprinkled a little magic dust on Odyssey and uh, Breath of the Wild. Cause... See, even Breath of the Wild, like... Graphically, that's not pushing anything. No, but it looks pretty good artistically and, and, and stuff. It's their art design, and it is a really... huge open world. Yes, when it doesn't really chug very much. I mean, it does sometimes when you're playing a handheld mode, but right. not when you're playing docked. This game, not anywhere near as impressive as Breath of the Wild, and yes. it is a uh, yes. rough time. So get it on the PS4 or PC. I would say it's just fog effects. Yeah, oh, this is this is always my fucking thing, man. If your game's frame rate is tanking, take out the fucking fog effects. Like, don't amp it up. I get it. It's a foggy island. Like, maybe remove it for the Switch release. How about that? Or just come up with a different... It, fog should just be removed as a whole from video games. I'm done with it. It, no always, it always ruins the frame rate. Like, a Fog of War is different because then at least it's blacking out the map so it's not rendering those parts of the map. Right. Yeah, like when your game is made of particle effects, take them out. Which if Fallout? It's was that Fallout 3 or 4? Four? 4, where you, where you, did, the did you go to the fucking island and it's oh. all fog? Oh my god. Your game already sucked butt with the frame rate. Here we go. This is the only way to improve. I remember that turned into a slideshow, a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Half forward on each page. Oh, that was that was rough. Yeah, fog is not doing it for video games. I don't think. All, All right, right Matt, you're on your number six. What no, do you got? Number six is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh boy, you did like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I did like Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. Odyssey a lot. Um, it did not have a good start. Did you play this, Scott? No, no, no you didn't even finish Origins. Did you? No. I said I felt all Assassin's Creed feel like a burden to me. (laughs) (laughs) This would feel like a burden. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard this. (laughs) Holy shit, this game! uh, It just it has one of the worst starts, which we talked about this earlier. Where they're like, "Hey, remember the movie Three Hundred? That's a really good movie from ten years ago. We should reenact that that scene." And so, of course, they the first battle is reenacting that. But the issue is, it was the 100 versus 100. There were too many people on the screen, and they were like, well, the frame rate can't handle this, so what do we do? We drop the graphic graphical fidelity down to what essentially looks like a PS2 game. <laughs> it just looked awful. And then you're using the spear, which I didn't like using the spear. It didn't feel good. I don't like using any weapons like that. But once you actually get into the actual game and you're using your character and you can kind of really customize your character, I was using the the dual daggers or the dual blades or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That felt really good, and I had, and I just kept upgrading that that particular set because it would also poison people, and so I there was just something about the combat of this game that was just a lot of fun. 
and it's weird. Okay. You know me. I usually like play a game, get the credits, and, and I'm done. Gone, yeah. I just kept playing this game to the point where I got all three endings, which I never do in video games. Nice. Um, three different endings. Yes, because technically six, right? What do you mean? Oh, well, well there's you were the other character. Yeah, but it doesn't. The other character doesn't really change anything. Oh, okay. It doesn't change the story at all. So I, when I say three different endings, there's like the main line story ending. Yeah. And then there is an ending for there. There's these cult leaders that is. I don't really know Assassin's Creed, so it's hard for me to. But like, there's the assassins, and then there's the, the Templars. The Templars, the cultists, kind of work as the Templars, and there's a whole system of that where you have to kind of track down all the cultists in the world and kill them. And when once you kill all of them, you get an ending. And then there's also an ending for the mystical. Yes, there is. Which I heard about that yes. ending, and I wanted to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> Which, if that's a, something I won't do, but boy did I want to do it after that ending. You heard it from Giant I Bomb. I heard it on the Giant Bomb thing, and I... That is what I wanted Assassin's Creed to be the whole time, man. It is... Yeah, it. I don't want to spoil it right no, now. No, because it's there's a lot of context to that ending. And but well, like, if you want to see that ending, I'm just gonna tell you now. You're talking probably fifty oh, to sixty yeah. well, hours. I could also of, just watch it on YouTube. Which you I could. might do. It is it sounds special. It is special, and it yeah. kind of brings up a question <laughs> of, you know what? I'm not gonna get into that question right yep, now. Yep, we don't need it. But yeah, the three endings—they're all pretty special. The weirdest thing is you never see credits. Really. Do you just like go into the menu and say like I'd I, like to watch the credits? Now? I think there's credits somewhere. But there's yeah. gotta be. I, like I didn't even realize that I end that like I beat the game until like <laughs> I, it just showed up like basically like you beat the game as like an achievement. That's always a good sign. Yeah. Um. Well, at least you didn't have to do that because the last Assassin's Creed game I played, the credits were like two hours long. Wow. No shit. Because there's like over the it's like across like fifteen studios that right. work on that game. So. Man. Was it Black Flag? Oh, no, I saw it in Unity. Oh, oh, you actually played through Unity? Oh, I, I beat Unity. I didn't think you... <laughs> That's why I won't play Assassin's Creed games now, is because I saw it through to completion. Well, this is very different from Unity. Uh, so was Syndicate, which was after it, but I still could not do it. Oh, Unity is the uh, first one on the PS4, right? Yeah, man. Oh, no, Black Flag was. Black, no, yeah. Black Flag came on the PS3 first, and then... No, it, it, it was there was, a, there was a game uh, called Assassin's Creed Rogue. They came out on PS3 that was basically Black Flag, except they were Irish or something. So, but yeah, it was essentially the first PS4 one. I remember Aaron buying Unity, and I thought there was something wrong with his TV. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> I was like stuttering, and I was like, what is wrong with this but game? But that, that, that's my whole thing, is like, people are always like, oh, well, like, they fixed a lot of the bugs, dude. It would not have made it a good game if they fixed all the bugs. It, this mm. still is rough. Play it, dude. Yeah, mechanically, this game does have its issues. It crashed, I think, six or seven times for me. Nice. And, like, one of them, it was just... It was a very emotional moment, and then it just crashed right in the middle of the cutscene, and it's like, that's the most upsetting part. It would cut during like cut, it would crash during cutscenes, not during these like huge battles with hundreds of people around. <laughs> You're just like, how does this happen? Also, a very common one was when I would fast travel to a location, and then I would start running, and I guess it'd be loading in a lot, and it would just crash. Nice. That was another very common. Uh, 
So what I think is cool about this is that there will not be another one next year. Right. So I thought it was perfect that they took two years off or a year off or whatever to yes. give them time to make Origins. And then I assumed they were going to take another year off, but I get it. They had made that engine and they want to recoup the costs of that off time to make. And then like, I mean, they have assets and things like that, but it is a right. largely different game as well. Like there's a, it's a totally new environment. I mean, it's not just Egypt again. Oh yeah. I mean, they, the, it is a, with it being the Greek worlds. And I think from getting one side of the map to the other, it's probably like four or five hours. But I think it is cool that people liked origins right. and then people had mixed feelings about this one, but I feel like overall they were positive okay. if there was not the leveling issue and the, the like it, there being a, a, too much content, I guess. Yes. Possibly to its own detriment in some cases, but now they will have another break mm-hmm. and i wonder if they will be able to like keep up quality releases because mm-hmm. like about the time unity came out it was very clear that they should not have been putting one of those out a year because they were not ready and they were not changing at all i'm really kind of curious because there were rumors when egypt that <laughs> it was going to be greece and then rome so i'm really wondering if the next one's going to be rome yeah i wonder because the whole reason, because I played Origins and I just didn't like the combat, I couldn't get into it, so I just kind of said no. But then I, I really just kind of wanted to get it because of ancient Egypt or ancient Greece. I didn't think I would like this game, and then I ended up playing like it's one of the most played games I played this year. Okay, a lot of fun. Yeah, story not so great, but fun game mechanics. Okay, and that was number six? That's number six. All right, my number six is going to come as a surprise to everyone. <laughs> it is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, I really like this game, but okay. the reason it is not higher on my list is because it is Smash 4. Like it, <laughs> And so that sounds derogatory, but they did change okay. a lot to make it feel better than Smash 4. It is faster. You can side dodge, which is in the air, which is huge. Is a huge change. It makes the game not as defensive as 4 was and more offense-based. And they did a lot of balance changes and added a bunch of new characters. It is definitely the ultimate version of Super Smash Brothers. Because um, everybody's here, man. They're, everyone is here. If the single player was better, do you think it'd be higher? No. I, well, I'd, it's hard because if this... I don't really care about the single player, and that's not really factoring into this in my head. Right. Yeah, because I I liked it at first, and then by the end I was like, wow, I wish this was over hours ago. Well, after you finish the first one-third, you're like... You're like, we gotta keep going, man. And then you finish the two-thirds, and you're like, oh my god, there's more. (laughs) I do remember thinking that multiple times. And so, like, I think that the spirit system is cool and stuff like that, but right. I take when I, like, would put Smash on my top ten list or whatever, it's purely from playing multiplayer with right. other people. I could care less what the single-player givings are like because the only other single-player content, in theory, was Subspace Emissary, which was, like, not a super great time. It was okay. Like, I, I'm the kind of person who enjoys playing classic mode with all 73 characters. Like, I'm okay with that being a single-player content if that's all you got. Um, but they they have all kinds of stuff. There are so many modes. I will dock them points because they took out home run contest. I am the only person on the planet who likes home run contest. It wasn't trusting. And we don't have that anymore. Um, but yeah, there's just there's 73, 74 characters. It's insane. There's so many. They're adding Joker from Persona 5 as the first DLC character. The Piranha Plant will be coming out here in a month or so. 
there are there's so much like literally almost a thousand musical tracks of original game tracks and good remixes 103 stages there'll be 108 or whatever once all the dlc is out and i say all the dlc as if they're not going to make another second season because this game is printing money i think it's literally their fastest selling game of all time do you think just because of how long it's going to take for season one that they may not do it that is a possibility but i also don't think that they will make another one so i think they'll just keep cranking them out okay that makes sense uh and then that also like prolongs its life in the tournament scene right. and stuff like that. So I think it's good for everybody all around. Um, and so I, yeah, I don't know. The I, I can't complain about the online too much because it's not their fault. It is just the way. It's not Smash's fault. I should right, say it, it is Nintendo's yeah, yeah, yeah. fault because it's peer to peer and not on a server, <laughs> which is like the worst possible way to do a fighting game where you want as little delay as possible. Like, that's why when it's 1v1, it's smoother. It's smoother. And then as soon as you add more people, even spectators make it lag more. Like, it's crazy. And, like, we all got Ethernet adapters now, and it's still not, like, ideal. I mean, it's still fine. It's better than not playing online at all. Right. But, yeah, it just drives me nuts sometimes. Like, I. It was Christmas Day. I was playing online, and I beat this Jigglypuff. And Willie had to come down and check on me. <laughs> Because the second match, that it was a slideshow, so he was able to rest me for free as Jigglypuff. That sucks. Like, I... Oh, I almost snapped the switch in half. But <laughs> I, I have been trying to play and get better with Captain Falcon, and I am enjoying my time with it. Um, I need to play more locally, because online I feel like I learn things, but then I get into terrible habits that are only good in online play, and then if I fought someone in person, they would be able to, like, dumpster me or something. So Who can you really play? <clears throat> Will Willie play with you locally? Yeah, I mean, I could play with you locally, too. You could. Um, and we so could I play th- some Cloud play. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud is the worst character in that game. I hate him. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's just... it's a Cloud good... is the worst character in this, or just of all time? <laughs> in this. I, I don't like fighting Cloud, and he's You're, not no, even, like, super good. He's pretty good, but it's just the characters that I pick are Captain Falcon is probably like a 10-0 matchup to Cloud. Like it just, it's insane. He has no projectiles. He has no range over here against projectile range boy. And it's like, how is Captain Falcon supposed to survive in this scenario? (laughs) And they nerfed Captain Falcon. What the fuck is that? But I, I like the game overall. Like as a Nintendo museum piece for just like having fun and stuff, it is unparalleled like the amount of content in this game is hilarious just like the fact that they would have to do all the licensing they did mm-hmm. to even like get a picture of rayman in the game as a spirit like stuff like that it's just like this game is insane but there's no trophies there are no trophies they took them out they combined stickers and trophies to make Man, spirits i'd rather have the trophies i know so would I. but we can't all get what we want Maybe they'll patch in trophies and home run contest. They won't do that. But <laughs> I do, I do like, the spirits fill the gap for me of the trophies, at least. Somewhat. Somewhat. But then you're not, like, unlocking the spirits for doing specific tasks like you would with the trophies. Yeah, and all the home run contest ones. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's why you have the challenges as well. So what do you do with the trophies? We look at them. You look at them. They're <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay. I liked them. Yeah, in Melee, like, there's the, you look at the table... 
with all the trophies. You're, you're like, like oh, whoa, I got so many trophies. And as you get more trophies, the table yeah, gets the bigger. the table gets bigger. It's so cool. How many trophies were there? There was like over a thousand in Melee, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, and then in Brawl, there were, they added stickers on top of trophies, and so you could like just put the stickers in your stupid sticker album. <laughs> that was not as good. Mm-hmm. But then this is like a combo of the both, and then they have abilities, so they're like actually worth collecting right. in some sense. Uh, but yeah, I like Smash a lot. I will continue to play it. I already bought the season pass. Getting hyped for Piranha Plant. Shit, I keep forgetting to put in that download code. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, I took care of it. Oh, dang. All right, Scott, what is your number six? Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Dude. Wow. Wow, it's six. Six or while it's on there? No, just in general. <laughs> Matt didn't really like Shadow of the Tomb no? Raider very much. Well, we'll see, I guess. Maybe it'll be his number one game. But... <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. I, I like Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It felt, I don't know, it was a lot like, what's it called? Uh, Rise? Far Cry. I oh, felt like. okay. Just an open world. Well, I don't know. It's not really open world. It's not really open. It's open world-ish. Right. I liked 1 and 2 a lot more. It just felt less polished, didn't it? Yeah. I just enjoyed finishing up the story. Well, <laughs> the beginning of our story. <laughs> Uh, that's what I, if I fucking hear them say, this is how she really became the Tomb Raider one more time, I'm gonna blow up. Well, the other issue is, like, that voice actress is like, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. Yeah. I, I so get another voice actor. They can. <laughs> but, like, I, did you like the ending? Did you even get the ending, first off? Yeah, I got to the ending. I got the no, ending. No, I mean, like, understand the ending. Because <laughs> it got like weird and supernatural. At, at that one point, you're like leading that zombie army. Well, they were just tribals that <laughs> were really outside of humanity. <laughs> that were from like 500 years ago. Yeah, they were just inbred. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even come out anymore. Uh, Man. The, I don't know if they were zombies. And then she like <laughs> sacrificed herself and. She was like stabbed and like it. She gave up the power of being a god. Yeah. <laughs> do, you I, do you understand why it's not in my top ten? Maybe I, I don't. Well, I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like the like. I didn't even want to play the other one. So I just she became a god. Yeah, man. And, then, and then she was like stabbed on like a Mayan ritual. Yeah, she gave up being a god to relight the sun. That is a good reason to give up your godhood. Um, Spoilers. Yeah. I, I See, I don't worry about spoiling this because, like, we're doing people favors. Yeah, I don't but, think play. <laughs> like, it's not a bad game to play, but, like, do not get excited about this story. What are you doing, man? I, I enjoyed it up to... I enjoyed the whole thing. I just... Also, I like, know. the whole thing was, like, what is that... What is the evil organization again? Try, uh, no. Trinity. Trinity, thank you. Wow, you didn't even play the game. I was going to say Tricell, but that's Resident Evil. (laughs) That is (laughs) Trinity. And then, like, the leader of Trinity is just some Latin guy named Pedro. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing. <laughs> Trinity's been a big thing through the whole game. It, through the I, whole franchise, like, Trinity's getting hyped up, and then it's just a guy named Pedro. Like, that, yeah, Pedro. <laughs> I remember this because... Trinity is a Matrix character, and that's the only thing that I had in my brain. Uh, I just, 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, and, and I don't want to say you're just bash it, but, like, the story <laughs> is just, like, crazy. Just, like, this is really the culmination of two, three games? Like, but it, they did improve the stealth, and it was a lot more fun to just play. I will say that. I don't know, I had fun playing it. Did you mm-hmm. like the... There, cause there were, like, puzzle things, right? Yes, the... The tombs, the puzzle tombs, like the side tombs and stuff. I really liked a lot of those. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't memorable. All right. Well, it it really stuck with with Scott. That's why it says number six. Yeah, six. Shadow Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Yeah, now we have the next one to look forward to in five years. I don't know. I don't know if there will be another one, man. Yeah, I don't. If, like, Hitman selling, like, a billion copies wasn't good enough for their sales, I feel like that what this game sold will be, like, yeah, they said the they most underperforming thing of all time. Fair enough. Where, shockingly, Far Cry is, like, one of the best-selling games of the year. That's not, I guess that's not shocking. People really like Far Cry. It's a big name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everyone but, likes having the bear. Yeah. Everybody loves cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Okay. Manny, my number five, I'm cheating because I didn't actually beat this game. Damn it. (laughs) It is a game called Dead Souls. I know, and I didn't even put it on my list, spoilers, because I didn't beat it, and I also, I don't know, man. I like the game itself, Mm -hmm. but then like we talked about on the last podcast, like the... The runs just take so long for me that it really yeah. bogs me down. And, like, when I got to the final boss the other day and took down half his health and then realized I would have to play, like, another hour and a half to get back there, I was like... <laughs> I don't think... It, I've never had a run take that long, but it, I'm at least probably 50 to 60 minutes is probably yeah. my, like, longest run. Uh, but it is it is one of the most satisfying like combat wise games I've ever played. Yeah, uh, we have had that conversation of like at the end of a run when you die, it is just so devastating because you've I don't want to say you've wasted the last 40, 50 minutes, but like yeah, it I mean, but when you're in the middle of a run, it feels so good. Yeah, man, the game like the act of controlling that character is. Mm-hmm. It, nothing felt like that this year. Like it is unbelievable. Now, are you doing it on console or? I'm PC? playing it on. He's playing PC. I'm playing PS4. Are you doing it with a controller or with a controller and mouse? I did it with a controller. Okay. It is a controller. Like I mean, you just it's okay. like you, it's a 2D platformer. Yeah, you well, side you better on. roll. I, I mean, I don't know how. I know it I, doesn't perform that well on Switch, but I think the PS4 version is. Not I haven't had any issues, no and issue. I, I'm not. And I'm not playing on a pro. I'm playing on the base yeah. PS4. It runs flawlessly, which I mean, graphically, it's it's like a, it. it's very 2D. I've, like I've watched time spinners, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I don't just like rolling through every door to stun the enemies, smashing down on the ground mm-hmm. from above. If you like, you find the weapon type you like, and it just yeah. feels so right and good, and you get that right set of the correct like minds and stuff, mm-hmm. what exactly what you want, and it just feels so fun to hack through all those enemies it and does, keep yeah. going. And then like there is the kind of solid loop of when you have the upgrades that don't cost as much, and you're like getting a bunch of new weapons to mm-hmm. test out. You're getting all that stuff. Whereas like now I'm at the point where everything costs like a billion souls, and I'm gonna have to do like forty runs to get the next thing. But it is it's so satisfying. It is, and the way I've been playing it is I sit down, 
one run and then I'm done for the day. Mm. And then the next day I come home from work, I sit down, do one run, and I'm done with for the day. And I I I took like a two or three week break, but now I'm kind of back into playing that. Like and and I, so that's kind of my big thing is like it is such a devastating thing. Once you kind of get good at the game and the runs, kind of at first it's you can't even, I couldn't even get past the first level. And then slowly, I finally made it past the first level, and then all of a sudden, I could make it past the second level. It is, it does do a great job with the the progression, and like you just slowly kind of get better at the game. But now I'm kind of at a point where I don't know how much better I can get. So, like you, I don't know if I will ever beat this game, but I, yeah. I still just kind of enjoy playing it at least. I want to try to, especially because since the PC version is on the newer build than the PS4 version where they changed the way the scaling works and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I originally thought it would make it so that I could not beat it, but now I think I can. Um, and they will add more... Con- like they right. They were trying to balance the game to what they thought was appropriate before they added new weapons and enemies and areas and stuff. So I will, like, when they add more stuff to the game, I will definitely keep trying to play it, because I like... I mean, I was playing it when it was in early access. So, I... Yeah, I like Dead Cells quite a bit. Yes. I definitely recommend, Scott, you to look at picking that up. He's gonna play it next year. I'll play it next year. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... When everyone forgets about it, and I'll be like, man, you remember this game? And then I'll beat him (laughs) senseless. (laughs) (laughs) Because that happened with, what was it called? Uh, I don't remember the, the tower climb game I played. What the fuck is that game called? The Suda51 game. I don't remember that. Let It Die. Let It Die, yeah. I started playing Let It Die. I'm like, I started explaining to you, and you're like, I told you about that game like a year ago. <laughs> I did, and I told him he would like it, and he said no. <laughs> happens all the time, man. So, Manny, what is your number five? My number five... Is Spider-Man. Wow, it's... Um, I, I don't know what to say about Spider-Man. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It They brought it back, man. Spider-Man 2 has come again. And the swinging feels good. And I don't care if the rest of this game was a flaming pile of garbage. If the swinging felt as good as it was, that is enough for me, man. Mm-hmm. It and it that feels good but the combat is also good it is like that arkham style combat uh with the like countering and aerial combos and all that stuff and it just feels good especially once you get used to it and you get in the habit of using your different gadgets and like all your suit powers and shit just even being able to like web dudes to cars and walls and stuff in the middle of combat feels super great but above all traversing that city is fun and even though the side content isn't that amazing i did do all of it and i did get the platinum sony i'm still waiting on my email about my special spider-man avatar that i deserve because i got the platinum uh yeah man i it it is just a fun game and on top of that for a spider-man story it is pretty good like we uh, we talked in our last podcast your one of your favorite moments was from near the end and the way they characterize aunt may and the way peter and mary jane's relationship is portrayed like, it is all just well done, and it's not just about Spider-Man. It is also about Peter Parker as, like, an actual person. Yes. Which is usually not always the story you get, especially in a video game version of Spider-Man. Yes, but, I mean, like, if you're going to properly make a Spider-Man game, it has to be about Peter Yeah, Parker it is about the well. duality of it, and yes. that is what they did. Insomniac yes. did a super good job. Um, 
110% there will be a sequel to this, and it'll probably be pretty good as well. I, I will say the main missions as well, they did a great job of switching up a lot of them as well. They didn't really feel particularly like you're doing the same thing over and over and no over yeah again. they mix it up i uh, the missions where they're like stealth missions you, uh, that yes. you fail when you get caught where you don't play a spider-man we should cut those puppies from <laughs> the next release i don't think it's going to be as big of an issue because one of those characters one of those characters will not have an issue no one of them will. So, I, and I hope the Mary Jane sequences, they do more like the train sequence. Where, where you, tell, you can call Spider-Man yeah, to do the shit? Yes. Yeah, dude, because when you're just like, hey man, this dude saw me, guess I'll start the level over, was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? That's the worst possible stealth scenario. Right. At least when you're Spider-Man and they're like, oh man, stealth in here, you kill two guys like me and then you fuck up and yeah. then you can beat the shit out of everyone and it doesn't matter. Like, that's the kind of stealth I like, where failure is not the most punishing thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. So, did you play this, Scott? No. You did I did not, not play Spider-Man. No. I haven't played Spider-Man 2. I've never played any Spider-Man games. I don't know that Spider-Man 2 would be, you'd be able to go back to now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. It'd be like Spyro. <laughs> I don't know about that. Spyro's uh, good. It would be like... <laughs> I don't know, man. Especially listening to Tobey Maguire really phone it in for all those yeah, lines yeah. is heinous. I've I've watched some gameplay of that recently. Oh, Spider Man Two. Yeah, but it's like based on the movie, like the mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire one. So like you have Kirsten Dunst and his like voice lines that they cut right from the movie, and it sounds oh, really yeah. really bad. Um, but, but no, I mean like going back to just Insomniac Spider Man, it's. I didn't expect. I I fully expected this to be a good game. I always did as well. I mean, like, and then it was. Insomniac doesn't put out bad games typically. No, and I like Spider-Man. So once they said, "Hey, I think we figured out the web swinging mechanics," I was like, "Oh yeah!" All it took was a decade for someone to recreate this game. But you did put out like thirty Spider-Man games in that time frame that all sucked <laughs> shit. So which a couple of those were Activision. Yes, they all of them were, I think. Yeah. They owned the rights then for Spider-Man. There was one that just came out not that long ago. Because there was the Ultimate Spider-Man that came out for PS4 that people did not have a lot of positive things to say about. Yeah, man, those other ones were absolute garbage trash. And uh, I am glad that Spider-Man seems to be doing well mm-hmm. and that they will definitely make a sequel because it sold all the copies. <laughs> yeah, that was... And it was, and they did such a great job with, like, the quips. Yeah, like, he feels like Peter Parker, and I know that that's why a lot of people don't like Mm Spider-Man, but they nailed the character. Like, Yuri Lowenthal as the voice was top-notch. But what I mean is, like, the way they did the quips, it was in specific missions, and it was scripted. Yeah, so... It's not just, like, random quips, like, as he's fighting, because at that point, you would hear the same quips, and it just... Over and over again, That would drive you crazy, where, like, here, you don't don't hear the same quips ever. No, yeah, it's generally pretty good. And I enjoyed Spider-Cop. I know how stupid that was. that, That one I was less on board with. I wish that I had read his fake Twitter more often. Mm, yes. But. Fake Twitter, and then there was the Alex Jones. That was amazing. <laughs> Fuck Jonah Jameson, his yes. fake Alex Jones, like talking about <laughs> yeah. how Spider-Man's ruining our planet. Yeah. That was very good yes. stuff. Uh, I guess each new DLC thing added more of those okay. podcasts. So at the very least, I kind of want to play those for that. Because, man. And then a lot of the 
the battles where you're fight, the boss battles. Like he's got little quips and he's got little yeah, nicknames are... for all the the characters that he's fighting, and a lot of them he's calling them by their first name. Yeah. Uh, yes, they did a fantastic job. The only issue is the side content, which I didn't even really engage with that much. I pretty much this was a fantastic game to mainline. Yeah, I did not do that at all. And do you think it lessened the experience? Oh uh, no, because I knew semi near the end. I was like, well, I'll just get the platinum, mm. and I just did it. It didn't take that long. Right, I just know you were not enjoying no the the, ran- the random crimes is terrible the fact that you have to like wait and then the random crime will show up is a nightmare scenario but if you're doing them as you go through the game like as they come up it's a lot easier but it, like i mm-hmm. waited until the end and then you have to like swing through while all the shit's going on in the city so it's not mm-hmm. as easy to just wait and dick around and then in the third chapter or act or whatever you want to call it more crimes they add, happen. Yeah, they add two more crimes i was hoping the crimes were gonna be over but the city never sleeps man no. so all right scott what is your number five my number five was super smash nice also. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> How is the... I I can't. <laughs> okay. You can't. I, How do you feel about Super Smash? How do I feel? Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. From the last one I played, which was Melee. Yeah, man. You hadn't played since Melee. So it's like all so new to this you. Was all new, all good. Because Melee just had that cheesy adventure, was it? Oh, yeah, man. Adventure <laughs> mode. Adventure. Hey, I liked Adventure Mode. Okay. So I got actually got to play a story. I got to play classics. We did lose that home run you were talking about. Yeah, home run contest is gone now, man. That's everyone, sad. Everyone loved the home run contest. I did. Um. Yeah. So you got to experience a lot of these I, characters for the first time because you didn't play them in Smash so Four or Brawl. Thirty-two. Something like that. Yeah. And now 40 I have, more characters. Yeah, I have a whole arsenal of new characters. But yeah, you didn't even play Brawl, so like Sonic and Snake are new for you as well. Yeah, uh, there's just a whole new game. Everyone's here now. Uh, yeah, everyone's here, including four characters yet to be revealed. Oh, so before I forget this, this has <laughs> nothing to do with this at all. Okay. They did announce the Persona 5R is coming out. The, yeah. like, the remit, like, the good version of Persona 5? Yeah. Yeah, it's for PS4. Yeah. It, more info will be released in March. I'm just saying. There will be a new version of Persona 5. We can all rejoice. Yes, Persona 5 Redemption. <laughs> Haven't you seen the fan art? People no! <laughs> oh my god! I can see why that would be the case. That's awful. I'll look that up after. Uh, whew, uh Boy. He would need redemption. But, uh... Whatever, dude. That game, shit's coming out. Can't wait for March so they can show me more than a teaser. But all we know is that it is at least coming to PS4. It's all I needed. It's a video game. so Probably coming to Switch then, too, isn't it? I would assume so, but that the 30-second teaser only had a PlayStation logo. Oh, yeah. So, whatever, man. And we know it's not a dancing game because it already came out. Yeah, we already got your dancing game. So maybe it's a racing game. It's, we don't have a Persona like, Racing game, do we? It's like Sonic R, but Persona 5R. Now, Scott, uh, ideally, what are some characters that you'd like to see in the DLC? For Smash? Let's... For Smash. <sighs> Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Pot Man, there's just... Because, like, you're not only thinking about, like, the character, you're also getting stages and you're getting music from that, that franchise or that character as well. I would like to really see if they could, because they added every Fire Emblem character under the sun, almost. I would like to see another Final Fantasy character. Preferably one that was on their systems originally. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I... How about they license more than two fucking Final Fantasy songs, huh? Or your Chrono Trigger. Dude, that's a dream. I'm giving that. That one I don't even think about because it's so not real. I, I'm sticking to the Doom guy. He was... There was Doom 64. Uh, dude, that game sucks, but yeah, you're right. And then also, you know, like, there's Doom on the Switch. There is Doom on the Switch now. And I just think it would be hilarious having Mick Gordon music in a Doom stage. Yeah. But ideally, would you want, like, Zack? Is that what you're really saying? No, oh, that's just a freaking... That's an Echo Fighter. That's cloud. an Echo Fighter. The, the, the Cloud is actually awesome. the Echo Fighter, but... That would be Sephiroth, but... Okay, well, we, we could... Uh, hey, we don't know that. We know we're not getting No, it. because then they could use that as a terrible excuse to put in One-Winged Angel, which should already be in there. We know there won't be any Final Fantasy VIII characters. Well, that, the, the Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII is right out, but I'm saying <laughs> Final Fantasy VII and Nine Prime Target. What about... Is it a three slash six? Six, that would be the dream, but I don't think they would do that. Because that was actually on. Oh, yes, it was. (laughs) But I I could see, like, Sephiroth, that would be, like, a character that would be good. Except they'd have to really fucking tone down his goddamn sword. Because it's really long. No, I don't. He can have projectiles all he fucking wants. Meteor and... Yeah, he sword. would have meteor, but if he's got his sword like that takes up over half the damn stage, I don't want that trash. Ugh. What about Banjo Kazooie? I want that. I think that one's actually going to happen though. Yes. So. You think so? Oh yeah. I think Rare or just Microsoft they love, and Nintendo. They and... love each other now. They're best we friends. We could get Crash. I, that's the true dream. That's the true dream. I don't think that one will happen, but I would love nothing. Because they put more. the same trilogy on. The Switch, I know. I played it on the Switch. Well, that's that's Activision at this point. Activision. I, yes, man. And I think that they could be like, hey, what's up? I heard you guys like Super Smash Brothers. Let's what put Crash Shovel in Knight? It. Shovel Knight should already be in the game. He's they, an assist trophy. He's already in they the They did game. him dirty. <laughs> He's already in Rivals of Aether. He's already in Smash. He's in a better Smash. He's in a better Smash. He's in better Smash. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, but they did... They did that character rotten. He is an amiibo. They don't even have to make a new fucking amiibo for Shovel Knight. Well, like you said, he's an assist trophy. They could. They already have. They already the have the model. They already <laughs> made Shovel Knight. Whatever, man. Again, everybody hates Shovel Knight. He's in every game ever. Why not just? His get... game sold really well too. It did. It's because it's amazing. Let him in Smash. Let him have it. Jesus. So, uh, I guess we'll move on to. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Number My number four, four is Super uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. I knew it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Wait, is it really? No. Oh, <laughs> it's uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Okay, Pikachu. great. So, less less shocking. That is less shocking, yeah. I am a huge Pokemon fan. I really like the Pokemon franchise. Um, I was not... I, I 
had tempered my expectations for this game. I didn't have like high, high expectations. I had exceedingly low expectations. You did, yes. Where I, I went in thinking it'll just be a fun Pokemon remake. Yes, and, and it was that. And it was that, but it ended up being... Uh, I ended up liking a lot more of the systems than I thought I would. Yeah, Spe- like the non-random encounters. The good. non-random encounters I am a big fan of. And I, I am definitely conflicted on the... How to level up though? The get it, how to get the experience? Yeah, I don't like that <sighs> because in one sense it is kind of nice All right. uh, that you can kind of chain the same Pokemon and get more experience and get it faster. And yeah, level I up do faster. like that, but but at the same time, like I don't want to have fifty Pidgeys and I my... hate that's my thing. So I had to let that go in order to mm-hmm. get my shiny Vulpix. But at the same time, they did make a system that you could easily select them all. Send and it. send them to Professor Oak. Professor and then Oak. He grinds them up into candy. And... Yes. Uh-huh. So they, they at least did plan a good system to deal with having that many of the same Pokemon. So like I don't know if that is gone. I won't be overly upset. But I, I think I do want the new one to have no more random encounters. I don't think you'll get that wish. No, I don't think so either. No. Because if they change it, people, people will, will riot. riot. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Pokemon fan base is a volatile fan base. <laughs> <laughs> like, so much so that people were, like, violent about Pokemon Let's Go yes. coming out. Like, yes. thinking, like, this is the worst game ever made. We haven't even really seen gameplay. How could you wrong us in this way? Mm-hmm. It was fine. Like, I actually did enjoy it because um, I thought I was just not going to at all. Right. And I actually had a pretty good time with it. I The thing that more pushed me away from it was uh, the fact that it's like the 300th time I've played through a Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow game. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, by halfway, it's like, yeah, man, let's fight Koga again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that that's what really did it for me. But I think the mechanical changes and all that stuff were cool. And yes. it was like a fun game. So if someone had never experienced those three games 3,000 times already, I would say it would be a good one to play. Also, I, I just I like the aesthetic of it. Yeah, it looks very good. Um, just some of the gyms, I was like, oh, this is what this What it was supposed to look like. like yeah. yeah that... Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yeah, the, like, Sabrina's gym. Oh, yeah. Like, you know where you, like, go on the teleporters and, like, mm-hmm. move around? It's, like, in this weird cyberspace space thing it kind of looks like tops of buildings yeah it's really freaky that yeah that one really whereas lieutenant surges i always imagined it to be a shitty room with trash cans in it (laughs) and it was (laughs) oh yeah and then yeah (laughs) and then they switched blair's blair's the the fire gym oh blaine's yeah or blaine's you don't just like walk up to him. It's like this weird quiz show. Mm-hmm. So if you get the questions right, you don't have to fight any of the people in the gym, and you just fight Blaine. Which was nice because fighting Pokemon in that game is, is kind worthless. Of pointless. Yeah, because you don't get exp- a lot of experience that way. You get it for catching. So. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. So it's like a lot easier to just be like, all right, cool. I didn't want to fight you losers anyways. Yeah. With my nine tails that is so broken, it would mm-hmm. obliterate you. I'll just fight Blaine. See, that's where you and I play very differently. Yeah. You just play with the one and have it leveled up way Boy, too high. I totally to the, broke the game, but it was worth it. Where I kind of switch my Pokemon around a lot, and I, I like switching it up. And... I didn't have to, man. I had Pokemon. I was a level 49 Tails with 200 more in every stat than it should have had. 
perfect Pokemon. <laughs> but no, Pokemon, it's... It was... In some ways, it did surprise me, but in other ways, I mean, like... I just had lower... I had tempered my expectations going into this game, and I was pleasantly surprised, and... It just kind of makes me happy being in that world and hearing that music again. Yeah. It is a good... It is good remixes of that music, for yes. sure. Okay. My number four, I feel like, is coming up for everyone sometime soon, and it is God of War. Wow. I like God of War... As your fourth? Yeah, man. Yeah. Listen, man. <laughs> I like other games more than I like God of War, okay? And I actively disliked the previous God of War games. Like, I tried to play through one, and I got like a quarter of the way and was like, this is not for me. And then I tried again because someone told me two was way better. And I got like halfway through and was like, they lied to me. And I didn't even try three or Ascension. I had no... Or four, right? Was there was a four? I don't I don't think there was a four. There was the two PSP ones. Yeah. Oh, God, Ghost of Sparta. Boy. Um, but I, I actively disliked the combat in those games. Like, people were always like, oh, it's like sort of like Devil May Cry. And it was like, yeah, but like if there was no nuance to the gameplay and you were only mashing. So I just, it never did it for me. And like the plot of I'm Angry was... This new Bad. one wasn't as much mashing. You had no, no, this one is not. Okay. When they I, said, did they mean Dante's Inferno or Devil May Cry? Devil May Cry. It is closer to Devil May Cry than Dante's Inferno. The combat? Yeah, definitely. Because okay. like there is like actual combos and stuff, and God of War, and like you can switch between the weapons, but not like. Okay, I just thought Dante's Inferno was like very mashy. Like it is also War. very mashy, but I. People try to put God of War on a pedestal like it has some like actually good combat or something. Those mm-hmm. old games were no. not good, in my opinion. And then this one, as soon as they released the first time they ever showed it, and they were like, we are basically reinventing this character, and it is about Norse mythology. And Lay down, man. Lay down. I just added that it's more of a focus on story. I knew that I would like it. I just didn't think that I would like it as much as down. I did. Lay down. It ended up being one of my favorite games of the year. I don't know, like the... I lost my whole train of thought. The, uh, <laughs> like the dynamic, oh, yeah. the story dynamic between Kratos Stop. and Atreus I think yeah. is very good. They do a good job of redeeming Kratos from like a total nothing yeah. character to someone who you can actually like empathize, empathize with and care about. An actual like, human being. Yeah, <laughs> like he's trying to be a good dad even though he's still kind of angry. At least that's not the only character trait he has now is that he's mad. And, like, he actually had a wife and had settled down and, like, cares about his family and things like that. Well, he had a wife before. Mm, Yes, he did. (laughs) Yeah, but he was angry. And then he was angry, okay? (laughs) That was his whole thing. I had a wife and a kid, and now I'm angry. Let's kill everybody. Uh, But, yeah, I just... Those games I did not like before. And so the fact that this game did such a complete turnaround for me is amazing because i thought there would be no possible world in which i would give a shit about a god of war game yeah i mean i told you i didn't i didn't pay attention to this game at all i didn't care about this game and then when i saw the the gameplay and the reviews of this game and i was like i'm gonna have to check this out and then i did and holy shit did it just blow me away the the combat is just so rewarding and 
Like, yeah, you don't have to even engage with it on a deep level if you don't no. want to. Like, that's what those combat challenges were for that I did not get super deep into, but I did some of the Valkyries and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, those are challenging fights overall. And if you want to figure out the combat mechanics in that way, you can. But I just like throwing the axe at shit. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter, man. You throw it, and then, like, the ice, they freeze, and you can pull it out. Fucking, rec- we talked about that. Recalling yeah. the axe is the greatest thing that it's the best it's just got this tactile perfect man they really did it and i remembered like listening to interviews where they're like yeah we did this for hours and hours being like no it's not quite right yet we gotta we gotta (laughs) change it like the way the controller vibrates and everything is awesome the other weapon that you get that i guess i won't spoil here in this section is i love that whole moment oh my god everything about it is so good like i just i enjoy the combat a lot and they made atreus they made a kid they made a companion like not only useful but not annoying they made a kid companion not annoying which he has a story arc that goes places but for the most part i i, I think you agree like atreus is one of the better parts of that no, game. No, yeah, he is. And I normally... Kids and companions in video games yes. are just the bottom of the barrel worst thing. Like, all I think about is Ashley oh. and Resident Evil 4. Like... I think Ashley's a staple of bad companions. I like... She is, like... When I think of, like, man, I hate video game companions, mm. Ashley and Resident Evil 4 is the only thing <laughs> that comes to my mind. Like, that shit sucks. Because she, like, can't defend herself at all. Atreus, right. like is an integral part of the combat. He will find stuff for you. He actually is helpful in combat. Like, his bow does damage. You can use it to combo and, and you like, can level set up him shit. Up. Yeah, and it, like, it works. Whereas, like, Ashley, it's like, oh, no, the suit of armor. Like, that's... Uh, <laughs> hide in the dumpster over there, I guess. I don't know. I'm Leon. Like, it... Uh, which, I mean, not to get into spoiler cat te- territory, but with Atreus, like, that story arc where he kind of becomes a kid and is a little bratty he's not listening to you mm-hmm. when you're like telling him to shoot because like you can tell him to shoot in the combat he doesn't actually listen to you and that sucks it sucks but like narratively they it's did a, good yes, yes they did a great job but with that. boy did i that part mm-hmm. was not my favorite no no i everyone kind of walks away from that punch him in his little head <laughs> but you can't because he's a kid well kratos could have done it no he's a dad man kratos kratos <laughs> didn't kratos didn't know what to do kratos did not know what to do and that was yeah i the whole i just like the whole plot it, yes. it was very good overall i like the combat there will be another one. Oh, I, they, the way they set it up, I am very excited for the next game. Yeah, the, that that ending, like the very very ending, that post. Yeah, where you go back sequence. and sleep in the house. Yes, yeah. I got so hype about that. I was. Oh. I don't know how we figured out to go back to sleep in their house. He tells you to. He says, and, "Let's go home and sleep." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who actually? I oh. did. I went back and I did only it. followed it because you were like texting me like go back to his house. Sleep. Yeah, you got to. Shit rules, man. It was so awesome. He well they I thought there was gonna be another scene like at the house. Yeah. I didn't think it was gonna be that. No, I but, thought I thought there was gonna be like a scene between Atreus and Oh, I literally thought they were just gonna go in there and close the door and mm. I was gonna be like, Alright, you're done now. <laughs> but yeah. That was my number four. Hey, fantastic game. Uh Scott, what is your number all four? All right. At number four, Manny's been waiting for all day. Fallout 76. Yes! Okay, <laughs> we're here. Okay. I couldn't put it in top three. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. So I, this is my... Okay. 
Why is it this high? I know you enjoyed it and you played it like with Aaron and you also didn't like it because you talked to me about how you didn't like it at the same time. But I know you like Fallout and I I have to know. So when it first got announced, you I absolutely not, hated the you idea. You told me you were I not, not like multiplayer. I was not about it. But I went into the game open-minded. I played it. I liked it for a day. Then next day, I absolutely hated it. It was the biggest train wreck in the world. It took three days. After that, I started to like it again. I know. And this is where... <laughs> and then it was locking you in the basement and said, You love me! <laughs> I, and for some reason, it just developed a bond with me. I don't really know why. The building... Is bad. It's not it? fun. But that's like what you liked about Fallout 4. <laughs> I don't get it. Collecting stuff and breaking it down, making your own weapons, that's kind of cool. But Using the weapons is not good, I assume. Not really. If there's lag at all and you're not using vats, it throws everything <sighs> off. Because, like, if there's lag and the enemies have infinite health, it's not great. <laughs> what a good bug! <laughs> what a good bug! I don't think the lag matters at all in that scenario. <laughs> I think the lag is causing it, actually, in that scenario, but I... I, I, don't, I don't know. So I, this, I is, know, my, this went... is my thing. Do you think that it will get better than it is right now? I think in six months... It should be to the point where it should have been when it was released. No. Okay, so oh, follow-up follow question. Should this have been a PC-only early access at this point? I think it should have been only early exactly. access. Exactly. That, that's what really grinds my gears about this game is like when that beta was happening a week before and they put out the statement being like, <laughs> yeah, it's totally fucked. We're in it together. Fun times, right? It's like, dude, your game comes out in a week. You cannot say that. And so, like, it seems like they just didn't have it under control, but someone was like, nah, push it out, push it out the door. Do you think it was Sony? Because Xbox has their program where they can no, have No, I think that games. they just suck. I think that they mm. should have just put it out on PC because then that's, like, a way they can kind of get away with it or whatever. Well, Even I... though Xbox has Game Pass Preview, I don't right. think they should have put it on a console, period. I think they should have just done it like that so then people could know what it was and once it was done, then put it on consoles as well. Because it is also much easier to patch something like that in early access on a PC from, not even from Steam, from their own fucking launcher. I think if they released it as early access, it would have saved some of their image. Yes. Oh yeah, it would have definitely. And so yeah, like they are like burning themselves to the ground at this point. And, I and just the, don't... the other issue is, I mean, they're not going to release another game for probably oh, four I years. I thought you were going to talk about the canvas bag. But that is that is the canvas bag is a whole special I, I, I know I, I was telling Manny about I mean, it. I did this big quest to go through this huge cave. Probably took 30 minutes. And it was a pretty big story quest. I get up against the boss creature. It immediately glitches and falls through the wall. <laughs> and I'm just like, mm. that was a nice build up. Story content. <laughs> a week later they patched and fixed it. But... <laughs> That's all stuff that should have been fixed before the game got launched. Like, yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge thing. But there's, there are just so many, like, I feel like every day now, it's, there's, like, some new crazy shit that is going on in that game or, like, that they fucked up, like, in real life 
like the support ticket thing, the fucking canvas bag thing. It is like they're actively trying to sabotage the Fallout brand. Or even the Bethesda name at this point. Well, like, that's it's why not, I it's pointed not great. out. That's why I pointed out they're not going to make another one for like four or five years. That's where, like, they can't even, like, turn around and but be like, like... So the other thing is, this is not the main Bethesda studio. <laughs> this like, isn't? No, the main Bethesda no. studio is making mm. Starfield. Right. Yeah, but this automatically hurts Bethesda in itself. It does. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But the, I'm just saying, like... They didn't even get out in front of it that way, and they tried to position it as like, no, this is the next big mainline right. game from Bethesda, when it's really not. Mm-hmm. Like, they are still trying to make their new IP, like, they just needed something else to get out there in the gap in between. And so, I, in theory, having a game like this that is something that can be ongoing is a good gap if it's good and you can keep updating it. Mm-hmm. But like when you can't even add content because your game is so fucking busted that you have to keep patching it over and over, like is that the best outcome for anyone? Like probably not. No, because at this point, I mean like, is it, I don't want to call it, call people ignorant, but as ignorant as it is, <laughs> people are like, oh, Doom's going to be bad, and oh, Rage is going to be okay, bad. Okay, like, that's just, that's, people just don't understand well, that's who what is I, developing yeah, it. Exactly. No, yes, but it is a trickle-down effect for any game that they publish. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, people don't, they see the Bethesda name, and they're attributing Fallout 76 to just Bethesda published games as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it is affecting their brand altogether, and not just the developer. It just seems weird, because, like, I feel like... This should be a game that Fallout fans can go to and be like, this is awesome. So, Scott... And it just is not. Can you sell me on why it's number four? Because, like, you said, like, the building's not great. The shooting's not great. Scrapping things is not great. (laughs) Alright, hang on. How do you feel about finding audio logs on corpses? Because if your answer is... 10 out of 10, then <laughs> this is your shit. Uh, can you really, can you put it into words? What's I don't know, like, so I, special I about this game for you? You just like Fallout, though. I don't think I can sell this game to a single person. Okay. It's impossible. If I try to explain this to anyone, I'm going to unsell it. I'm going to make people <laughs> return copies. I, haven't I think yet. everyone <laughs> has already returned their copies. I just think it's something personal with me that makes me enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm and you just are a big Fallout fan, also. But so I in six months we'll see where it's at. Like, are you <laughs> are you gonna keep playing it for six months, or are you gonna like? Do you see yourself just burning out and just being like, I can't play this anymore? It depends on how fast I can keep doing updates and patches. Because aren't you a little worried that you're gonna go blow through all the content and then I'm once the... through all the content. You already have? Yes, there is no more content. <laughs> See, if you just waited the six months, the game could have been better, Scott. Right now, it's the end game grind of refining weapons. I find the same weapon, but with maybe a little bit more better stats. But better stats for what? Shooting, different abilities. There's there's just so many things that are wrong that need to be fixed. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, what are you building towards at this point? Is there, like, a, a is there a end-of-the-game boss or anything? Yeah, but that... I can already kill that. I, I guess I'm preparing for what's in the future. Hoping that they eventually have something for you to go after. I mean, there will definitely be something. 
I just don't know when they're gonna do it. Right. That's yeah. That's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now this is a real question. What's that? Do you think this is like a fifty-fifty? I feel like at this time next year they will either have shut these servers down or this game will be pretty good. I feel like there is no other option. Which I, do you think that this game will be like a pretty good game at this time next year, or do you think that they are going to be like fucking burn it to the ground? If they continue how they are now, and they're patching it every week and releasing roadmaps almost every week, yeah, then it could be good. Okay, I feel like if they slow down that progress, it's done. Because I feel like now they have to, like, it's all hands on deck. Like, they have to do something to try to weather this crazy shitstorm. Or at least hope to God that mm-hmm. some other company makes a sweet garbage fire to overshadow I, I theirs. Just, I just feel like right now they're mm. getting bogged down so they can't do the content. Because they're they're trying to put out all the fires from everything else. They're still working on all the back bugs that are still in it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, next year, what big game could... I mean, like, if Kingdom Hearts is a tire fire, that would okay, well, definitely... But, like, yeah, I don't think Kingdom see that Kingdom Hearts already is a tire fire. But I don't... I don't Realistically, I don't see it, like... Oh, no. Like, I, having a fallout. Because you know why? Because Disney would never, ever let them put that out that way. They would never let them do it. The last Disney, yeah, Disney game was uh, pretty... Them. I mean, Disney doesn't make those. Uh, Disney doesn't make this. But I'm, but like Disney doesn't make Battlefront, and that was a huge disaster. That's too. a totally different thing, though, because there is not like Mickey Mouse is not in Battlefront. No, I, yeah, I get that. I'm just saying, like the Disney brand, at least, like yeah. they knew what was going on with Battlefront. I don't care what anybody says. I, they were happy after the fact. They though. were not happy after the fact. But they they knew what was happening. All right, listen. Yeah, I'm sure they tested. Kingdom the Hearts Three is going to sell at least a million copies. No, Kingdom Hearts is going to be one. It's going to be fine. I'm just saying, like that's the only game that I can think of that would could potentially be a tire fire that would dude crackdown is going to be on fire when it gets put out but like no one's gonna care yeah no one's gonna (laughs) i don't want it to be though i know it's gonna be so fucking bad although terry cruz they're like they have terry cruz and they're gonna they're gonna ruin it no i feel like crackdown 3 everyone expects it to suck but I think it's going to be spectacular. <laughs> you are like, setting I, yourself up for some disappointment. I think it is. Friend. I think it is going to be the biggest trash fire of all time. Like okay. I think it is going to be a spectacular failure of epic proportions that no one will see it being that bad. Okay. I think it is going to be like on a level that we can only hope to dream of. That it's going to be terrible. So I think that that could be the one that does it. I think Death Stranding could be a tire fire. See, <laughs> I don't... The thing about Crackdown is it's a Microsoft product. People aren't really paying attention to Microsoft so much. They should be. I just... I, I think Crackdown's going to come out. People are going to be like, this is bad. And then after a week, people are going to completely forget Crackdown ever existed. I will never forget. I that is That is my prediction. I will never forget. I will lock that prediction down. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, Death Stranding could be a real shit show. I still don't yeah. think that's coming out in 2019. I think, I think sweating bullets. I think that's a fucking magic pipe dream that that comes out in 2019. But we'll yeah, see well, how we've it goes. Yeah, some guy walking around with carrying packages. Yeah. <laughs> I got my Woo! 
that E3 press conference broke me on that game. Because at this point, I don't care what else they show me. Oh, I care. I can't wait. <laughs> I just, I don't, trailer. I can't care. All right, Matt. What's your number, what's your number three? Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man is a pretty good game. It is a pretty good game. I really like it. Okay. So, Manny, what's your number three? My number three is Dragon Quest Eleven colon Echoes of an Elusive Age. All right, let me spoil Mine's also that one. That's three? Hell yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> All right, Dragon Quest Eleven. I am a big fan of classic JRPGs. This game does absolutely nothing new with the formula. <laughs> and normally I would feel like that would be a detriment, but the last time I played just a good-ass, straight-up turn-based JRPG was so long ago at this point that I can't even remember what the last one was. Because Persona is that, but it's still a different Persona structure. Persona is that, but it is like a different structure, right? Like, I, like, fucking what? Like, Final Fantasy X at this point was probably the last, like, straight classic JRPG, if I'm right. thinking of it in the way that I am. But it is just, it is so good to just have a game, know exactly what it is, and do that thing great. There was only one problem I had with it. The music is... Oh, no, besides the music. So bad. But what is your one problem? I was afraid it was going to consume the rest of my life. I literally thought the game was too long. <laughs> it was too long. <laughs> Did you play... If I continued to play the way I normally play games, I would still probably be playing the game today. Did you play done. through the epilogue? Yes. Yeah, he it, played through the whole thing. It took too long. It did take too long, <laughs> but a counterpoint... I liked it. I I personally did not want it to be over. And I usually now, if I'm playing a game for like 80 to 100 hours, I so desperately want it to be over. Mm. But Dragon Quest, I would, if they were like, oh, plot twist, there's a fourth part, I would have been like, yeah, and I would have been all on board. But they didn't do that, thankfully, for most people. If they another plot twist and another part, I would have cried. (laughs) And so I could platinum that game. I'm saving myself, though. I might wait because I, the Switch version of that comes out in Japan in a couple months. And if they add a whole bunch of new shit, that means they're going to localize it here. And I don't want to get the Platinum and then have to play the whole game over again. Mm. So <laughs> we'll see how it pans out. But I just, yeah. And then, like, I enjoyed the plot. I, I They are still using Akira Toriyama's art style, for better or worse. Like, the main character looks like fucking Android 17. But Yeah, I didn't like the way he looks. Oh, I like the way he looks because he's Android 17. But uh, I didn't like the hair. No oh, man, Android 17, dude. You should watch Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They still use that art style. Mm-hmm. Um, even the dogs have those stupid faces. <laughs> I And they gotta... I, I know they can't, but they have to do something about that composer. They have to... For those two tracks? They have to do something... He is, like, a terrible person by all accounts. He is, like, a war crime denier. He is some fucking otherworldly shit. And those (laughs) tracks in that game are literally MIDI files on a 15-second loop in... 2018 man like i like the music in dragon quest but after you hear it for 
I don't know, maybe the 3000th loop, you're like, <laughs> someone's got to put a bullet in my brain. And I, I played it on PS4 and so did you. I played it muted most of the time, though. People who have it on PC, literally, anytime I see someone anywhere is like, hey, the music in this game is like pretty terrible. They link them to the mod that makes it the good orchestral versions of that music that is extended, that fits perfectly with every scene still. Mm. So there is no issue, and I know what's going to fucking happen, man. When they unveil that goddamn Switch version, when they added the voices back to the Japanese version, they're going to have the real good music in there. (laughs) And that sucks. Because this dude should not be getting any goddamn royalties for that music at all. (laughs) They gotta cut him loose. (laughs) Fucking write a new song. I don't give a shit. It... It is unacceptable for that music to be the way it is in 2018. It's crazy and is actually like a huge detriment to the experience. Other than that, I liked everything. I like the characters. I like the combat. I like the progression. I would like to see them update the auto-saving mechanic. Oh, I mean, that was never going to happen. That doesn't even happen in Persona. <laughs> That's like just how JRPGs are. That's can't just they, like common knowledge. Can't they join the... 20th century 21st century. i mean yeah but that's the whole purpose though is like there is no at that point there is no bad repercussion for losing like there's nothing left mm. so they have to have something because i mean otherwise people complain that they take half your money or do whatever the fuck but i mean it also in most boss fights you can just retry too so it's not like because that's what happened to me i got st- I went into a boss battle that I didn't know I was going to fight the boss oh. with half my health, and then I lost, like, over oh, two I mean, hours. they, like, always have a save point right before every boss room, though, like, for the entire game. They, there wasn't one. Uh, 100%. You probably just missed it. Because there is, like, every single fight, I think, there is one before the final bo- the boss of the place. Because it was... Towards the beginning, you had to, like, fight the devilish thing that was, like, hiding the... That turned the guy into a dog. Yeah. And then, like, you go to a temple. I went through the temple, and then I made it to the final boss room, which I didn't know was the final boss room. And my (laughs) characters only had half health, and then I lost, and then I lost, like, hours of progress. And I was just like, oh, no. I don't even remember that part. I remember the dog. I don't think there was a save point in that temple. There was one outside the temple. Interesting. Because the, I don't remember anything with turning into a dog. Is that when you have to go get Veronica? The bridge maker. The bridge maker? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? The forest? The, yeah. Was... Oh, the forest. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's early on, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and my option was, like, go back to, like, the save point, which was, like, an hour and a half, or go back to my last auto save, which was, like, over two hours, and I was just like, oh, God, I can't I think do that, this. doesn't that game also auto save each map change? Uh, I think big map changes. Big map changes. All right. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, that's just like a staple of JRPGs. Yeah, like so that's like there is no. I don't know. That's that, just. It also never says anything about auto saving either. So. Right. I. I guess I. My fault for assuming. I mean, like, I don't know JRPGs. I still play like a ton of games that don't auto save, so I can't really. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I also am like a save ma- maniac. Where, like, I will, it doesn't matter if I don't have full health, I will walk all the way back for, like, an hour and a half to go save. Star Ocean's till the end of time. <laughs> well, like... Yeah, I just don't have a lot of... hours of time, I was so upset. Yeah, like, I, I just, 
I can't, I can't redo. Because I was, like, taking my time and battling everything and leveling up and grinding. Because you can also, because they fucked up the run mechanic, you can outrun literally every enemy in that game and never have a fight, so. But I was taking the time no, and I know. grinding and leveling up on purpose, and then, like, I lost all that yeah, progress. Was and, and I was just like, oh, God, I don't know JRPG systems. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. So, like, it, it, I, I will admit it's me, but I just kind of, like, assumed that it would be, like... A lot of other video games. But that is weird, because normally most of those bigger fights did have a retry. Like, it wasn't re- really... Do you, rem- a- do you remember dying to the... Or I, maybe you didn't die, but when you have to get Jade back in the second part? The, like, weird, horny casino guy? Yeah, I died the first time. Yeah, you can just retry that fight, don't you? You just have to watch that scene again? Mm, no. I got sent outside the casino when I hit retry. Uh, I had to do the whole casino part again. Hmm. Interesting. It was a little annoying, but so yeah, I, but I mean the potion. Also, the same point. And I wasn't one of the people tricked by the fact that you can. Oh well, who was? That was anyone who did. If that you looked at the Reddit, people were like, "Oh, I'm winning constantly at the casino." They were like, "Here at the monster casino, stop playing." <laughs> yeah, that's that's your own fault on that one. Because I also like half the things were question marks, and they're like, oh, "I can't tell you what that is." And you're like, "Well, then why would I fucking try to win it?" <laughs> Yeah, that fight was hard, though. I think I died twice in that fight. Um, but yeah, I like Dragon Quest quite a bit. And that was your number three as well? Uh, what's my number three as well. Okay. What do you got for your number two, man? My number two is God of War. Okay. Which, now you know what my number one is. I know what it is. Oh my god, I think I do. That's weird. it is yeah he's been keeping it a secret from us the whole time he just wanted you to sell us on it so that he could copy your response well that and so i can justify my yeah i justify it i gotcha so nope god of war fantastic game we've already kind of talked about it we have yeah my number two is monster hunter world and I, the only thing that I can think about about it is that we did not say is it, they just made it work for a Western audience. Like they took out a lot of the just extremely convoluted bullshit of like the way you would have to craft things and the way you'd have to do so much shit. Like you used to have to gather whetstones and like all kinds of convoluted dumbass shit that normally I feel like the Monster Hunter community is one of those communities who would be like, how dare you change this? And some of them were, but like this game also sold so many copies that now Capcom can be like, who gives a shit? And like we can continue and actually advance the fucking game. Like people like to say that those games were good on the 3DS and like they were fine, but that shit was holding that franchise back in a way that is now very evident. Yeah, I mean, like, I never wanted to play any action games on my 3DS. No, it would make my hands hurt, and that's for, like, holding it for ten minutes, except I used to play those games for, like, five, six hundred hours. Right. So, now my hands are crippled, is the moral of the story, (laughs) but... Yeah, they just, like, made it for a Western audience, and they're still trying to cater it to everyone, Mm -hmm. and they're making it so that now it is not, like the world's largest barrier to entry where like people wouldn't even really help you figure it out and like if you ever had a question you asked on a forum people would just tear you to shreds and be like how could you not know that it's been like that way since the fucking second psp games like who the fuck was playing this on (laughs) psp in the u.s certainly not me like yeah i really loved using the analog nub 
get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and so well, I finally ended up getting into it with Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate on the Wii U because it had dual analog sticks right. and like was actually well controllable. And I found a YouTube series of this dude and his girlfriend who like explained it in a way that I finally like got it. Mm-hmm. And so that is how I got into it. But I don't expect someone to go watch like fucking a 40 hour YouTube series to get him into the game. Like if the game can't hook you off the bat, then like it's not going to do it. Right. So now they have at least have a better onboarding system and it can only get better from here. Yeah, I mean, like, the biggest thing they fumbled was the online integration. Holy shit, it's such a shit show. They, It's like they were like, hey, Nintendo, how do you do online? (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo was like, oh, we'll teach you the ways. Yeah, like, hey, do you... Do you want to make it borderline impossible to join your friends? What if you all have to individually watch a fucking cutscene before you can play together? Like, yeah, that stuff is bad. But, I mean, like, outside of that, just being able to get in the game and play, and they're doing a good job of keeping new content there for, like, new event weapons and new event uh, armors if people are still playing it, and they will be putting out more content. And they took a long time to actually do it because it's going to be something substantial. Right. Like, I, I think they're doing it well. And I think that it is good because Capcom had been bungling a ton of shit before that point. And I think that Monster Hunter World was like a really make or break scenario for both the company and that franchise. Yes. And uh, I, I mean, this is their best song game of all time now. Yes, it which is. Which is insane. Because Street Fighter 2 had 800,000 versions that they all count together mm-hmm. and has been out for like two decades. So... It yeah, it, it is crazy, and I think that they did a good job. Yes, I was very skeptical at first, but even though I was still gonna play because it was a Monster Hunter game, but I was able to convince people who would normally never play Monster Hunter to tr- at least try it. And I have heard people talk about like they actively hated the series before and had tried it, and this one finally like they got they got it, like they mm-hmm. understood why people would get obsessed with it. And it, it was just really cool. Like, yeah. those first couple of weeks, I had a ton of fun playing with, like, you, all you guys. And it was cool to see that. And then, like, while people would fade out because they don't necessarily want to keep playing it as much, mm-hmm. then, it, like, I would keep playing with Nukio to do some of the new events, whereas him and Jumbo go way harder on that shit than right. I do. And they, like, started over on PC, and I don't know how far they got. But I, I just enjoy playing that game. And... I would think that I would go back to it and not remember how to play, but it's just, I will never forget, man. I know exactly, as soon as I touch the controller and I, like, whip out the greatsword, I know exactly what I'm doing, and I really like that feeling of, like, oh, man, this is never going to leave. Mm-hmm. And I, I, Yeah, I like Monster Hunter World a lot. I am very excited for the expansion next fall. I feel bad because I think it would have been higher on my list, but... It came out in January, and there's a lot of stuff that came out between then. And you just kind of, it's one of those things where either you forget in time, like, kind of like, or (laughs) you just hype it up in your brain, and I guess I just kind of, I kind of lost some of the luster, but like, if the game had come out, or came came out in, let's say, September, this probably would have been much higher on my list. Yeah. I just kind of forgot, because as I I stopped playing this by, like, the end of January. Mm Mm-hmm. So, just, I've played a lot since then. Yeah. Alright, Scott. What's your number two? Number two is going to be Time Spinners. What about the weird sex scene? (laughs) (laughs) That's not a whole game. Bottom of the list. (laughs) Now, what is this? Time Spinners? Have you ever heard of Time Spinners or not at all? No, I haven't. It's, how do they people call it now? It's a Metroidvania. Yeah, man. Okay. 
Um. Oh, and it's just like uh, Castlevania, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It I, is like, like. Hey, did you ever play Symphony of the Night? No. Dude. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yes, crazy. Like it is. They are paying so much homage to that game that like it looks like it. Oh, yeah, and this okay. soundtrack is just like it. Like the way the screens transition, <laughs> it's crazy. You should play Symphony of the Night. It's it's wild actually how how much they like tried to make it like that. And I is this just a PC game? No, it is also on, on PS4. It's okay, on PS4 and Switch question mark. I yeah someday. Well, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't get that still. Uh, See, I don't know. I'm weird. I'm probably more like you. Like. If I have the choice, I'm going to get a PlayStation because I want to get those trophies or I want to get the achievements on Xbox. Like, with Nintendo not having that stuff, like, I'm not going to get it. I feel I never feel inclined. That game I would play I, on the Switch. But. This game got announced four, maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. And you backed it on Kickstarter, right? I did, Kickstarter. Yeah. And back then they announced it just on the PC, and then they updated the PS4. And then they put Switch with a big asterisk next to it because still not out on Switch. Yeah. Now, if you've never played Symphony of the Night, why did you back this game? Why? I watched a few of the demos. And it just looked cool? It looked cool. I played a lot of Mega Man. Right. I was just wondering because like, if that game's like paying so much homage to... Yeah, it is Ca- to C- C- if You would think like... You're like, oh man, I love that game. I, I want like to play this game. 2D so. skyscrapers. Dude, if you liked Time Spinners and you never played Symphony of the Night, that will be like <laughs> your favorite game ever made. It is. Oh, I fucking love Symphony of the Night so much. Um, so my question is because I loosely watched you stream it for a bit. What is like? Is it about time? I don't get it. So, you're a part of this tribe that controls, I don't want to say controls time, but you have a time machine, sort of. Okay. And you guys are just supposed to go back and fix stuff. Okay. But if someone goes back and fix stuff, they're erased from time. Oh, shit. That way they don't cause any paradoxes. Okay. So, your main job is, because some evil empire finds out about you, they come down, they wipe you out. Spoilers, you know who the Empire leader is. Oh, yeah, spoilers. I did see that part. I can't play it now. It was not that shocking. <laughs> so you go back, and the time machine gets destroyed at the same time, so you actually end up in the future. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're supposed to go back, and you're okay, supposed to okay, to okay, stop okay. before the attack. You uh-huh. actually end up in the future slightly. Okay. You, Just... collect, more, you collect a piece of your time machine... You go back in time. You start fixing the past as well as you're fixing the future. I don't know. It's just <laughs> are there ramifications for messing around with the past? Yes. And okay. You don't have if, to get into specifics of what if, I was just kind of wondering. You'll get a companion later, and apparently they're very important. They explain a lot of the story later on. And what do you mean apparently? <laughs> Did you, you not meet you the character? You don't think they're important. You just okay. think they're a normal companion. But you find out they're pretty big. Okay. Same with the main character. Because they drop hints throughout the whole story of what you actually are. Interesting. Okay. You actually have to beat the game, then beat the secret ending. Okay. Did you beat the secret ending? Okay. Um, I don't know. I just enjoyed it a lot for the story, for the gameplay itself. I played through it quite a few times. 
Okay. I did so... all the side missions. I got the special <laughs> side story where they talk about hooking up. Jesus. Top match. Um, <laughs> my other question is, so Symphony of the Night's famous thing is you explore the whole castle, and that's 100%, but then you beat it. Spoilers for Symphony of the Night. I don't know. It came out in 1998. <laughs> but it then you play the castle upside down in reverse. And so you can get 200.2%. Is that like what this is? Is each time like past, present, and future? Are they the same map? Yes. Sort of? Yes, they are. Damn, this game is Symphony of the Night. So you don't really realize it at first when you're in the future. You start exploring it. And then you go to the past and you're just like, oh, it's just a past, different area. As you're exploring it, you start learning seeing the overlapping Barrels, of it yeah. yeah that's so cool <laughs> damn we gotta play symphony of the night now i'm so ah, uh, i love symphony, yeah, of the night. symphony of the night yeah it's fucking awesome you would like it a lot i think um but no yeah i almost bought time spinners but then mm. i chose between time spinners and jj macfield's adventures and i picked jj macfield and the... i picked jj macfield in the isle of Dreams. 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 I, I fucking can't even remember the whole subtitle because it was on Switch and Time Spinners was not yet. Okay. Um, that makes so, sense. So that's why I picked that. But. So you were like, oh, I can play this on the plane, and then you were on the plane, and you're like, yeah. I can't play this. And then instead of picking Time Spinners a second time, I bought Moonlighter instead. What's mm. oh. Moonlighter? I, it's not on my top ten list. <laughs> it, it's it's like a weird roguelite thing where you like run a shop and then you go into a dungeon and sell the stuff you found. I don't know. It's cool. It's a neat concept. I think I might have enjoyed Time Spinners more, though. You I gotta go have. back to Moonlighter. But all right, so we're at the number Uno game. I know what Scott says because I know which one he did not say yet. Mm-hmm. Oh. What is yours? Forza Horizon. Damn, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, man. Forza rules. It it's does. so good. Yeah, like it just. I can't stop playing it. I just. I don't know if. I might stop playing it before you come, but like a lot of Fridays, I'm like, what am I going to do before Manny comes? And then I just <laughs> start playing Forza, and then I just keep playing it and playing it. And As I said, I mean, I got to level 150, which you level up probably like three, four times in an hour. So yeah, like, and I don't think that there is a cap. I don't think Unless there is Unless it's 999, so you can keep going. Yeah, and like, and, and it doesn't scale, so like I'm leveling up constantly and i'm constantly getting new wheel spins and i still have tons of cars and stuff to unlock and another thing you unlock are emotes which that's exciting so like i'm i'm getting all these fun dances and i keep wondering like not to go too off topic but carlton is like it is in that suing Fortnite for he the dance suing it because they found an interview of him talking about how he stole it originally. right right <laughs> But then the backpack kid was also stealing, like going yeah, after him for the floss. I'm to be honest with you, he didn't invent that. Either. No, no. Like, but what I'm saying is, I was kind of wondering if like they were worrying a little bit. No, because they only were suing Fortnite because they know they made money. Right, and that's what I was kind of wondering. But like Forza has the same two dances as but well. I'll be honest with you, Two Millie's dance is not in Forza, and no. he actually is going to continue to sue. So. Can't wait for that to play out. But like, well, he's probably the only one that actually. Oh yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. But I just, just I don't know. There's something like I love the dances in that game because it's so stupid. It is. You fucking like, <laughs> you take pictures in front of these landmarks, and one of them is like an old castle, right? Yeah. 
And so you tell it to, oh, take a picture here at the old castle. Your dude is fucking standing so far away from this castle on top of his car doing the moonwalk on the car. And you're like, what the fuck is this, man? Mm -hmm. I I had the robot. So I'm doing the robot like next to a windmill. And it's like, why is this happening? Like, what is this game? While I'm wearing like a fucking sequin pink hoodie with a trucker hat. And it's like, this is asinine, but it is so fun. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. And then at the end of every race, you see your guy doing the same doing dance. Doing the fucking dance. <laughs> the running man and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I had the spin, which I was a big fan of the, the oh, spin. Yeah. I, I don't know. There, there's just, there's that charming aspect. There's just... And the way they end every single race where it kind of, like, pans and just kind of, like, kind of, like, takes that snapshot and then it seamlessly transitions into... The area where you're you're seeing your guy do the dance if and you finished it first. Xbox Live Avatar, which is a cartoon steak. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, I I don't know. It is a. It it was just such a well crafted smart game that's just fun. They did a great job with the online stuff, the Forzathons. I yeah, it's that's basically just Burnout Paradise. Yes, it so is. that that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but I I see. Did you pick up Burnout Paradise at the beginning of the year? The, no, the remake. I just play it on PC because mm. I have the. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it for whatever oh, I reason. I love Burnout Paradise. I would play that any day, anytime. <laughs> See, and I, that's the way I feel about Forza, I feel yeah. like. I, Burnout is more arcadey than Forza yes. in a way that makes it way more fun to me, like, mm-hmm. just to play in general, but I I still like Forza. It's like that perfect in-between spot. Yeah. See, I like having the real cars, I think. That's kind of the oh, thing Oh, see, me. I don't care. Because if I can't destroy them completely, then why do I even care? See, I don't care about, like, destroying them. Yeah, you click the what, L1 and R1, and you get to do the destroy your car. Yeah, man, if... You gotta roll down the highway. After the touch, yeah, you gotta hit the bus. You gotta get the points. Mm-hmm. Dude. Well, yeah, and the other... Burnout. The big thing about Burnout is also, like, you never hit the brakes, right? You just kind of... Never, ever. That's where, for criminals and Burnout. Where, like, Forza, you do have to hit the brakes. I would play Burnout with a mod where if you hit your brakes, you blow up. <laughs> like, speed! Oh, man, that'd be so sad. There's got to be a mod for that. That's awesome. So. But, no, yeah, Burnout is, like, the mm-hmm. extreme end of the yes, arcade yes. side and, like, yeah, you can, like, be a fucking, like, minivan and be any sports car and burn out. It, like, doesn't fucking matter. And they all have NOS and shit. It's mm. so stupid. But, uh, yeah, Burnout is the one extreme, whereas regular Forza is the other extreme. And then Horizon is in the middle. Yes. And I don't think that someone can make a new Burnout game without it being Burnout. Right. So I don't think that we will ever see that type of game again. At least for a very long time. Or it'll be some weird smaller indie game. Not like right. a fucking AAA EA release like Burnout Paradise was. So, Yeah. I, I mean, it, in a, you we're all really just kind of like... The only good studio that's making good racing games anymore is got to be Forza at this point. Yeah, like, Turn 10 makes those and then Playground makes Horizon, so... Yeah, I think that is the case. I mean, people liked Onrush, and I guess that's... But that's more like a multiplayer, like, team-based objective game where yeah. you happen to be cars. Right. And the crew and was if you, awful. If you, if you count Rocket League as a car game, but not really. That's not a racing game. No, but the yeah, the crew was a piece of shit, yeah. Um, the last, like, any Need for Speed game since Hot Pursuit was been a piece of shit. Grip was not that great this year either. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. 
where Forza, I just keep playing it, and it's that and Dead Cells are two games that I could definitely see myself playing into 2019. Yeah. So. Well, the game that I will continue playing into 2019 oh, and also 2020 is DJ Max Respect because that shit is so good. I, okay, normally I will stop playing a game and then I will not play that shit again. I will be done with it. I will not go back. I will not enjoy it when I go back. I play DJ Max Respect at least three or four times a week. And I sit down and I'm like, well, I'll just do one song. And then it's six hours later. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> where did my time go? And it is, I love the feeling where you can actually see yourself improving mm. and getting better. And it is like, it is a solid number that I can see like, oh, that shit went up and now I am better. Mm -hmm. And like the same thing was why I liked Rock Band and was playing Rock Band so much is because of that same thing. Is I actually was getting kind of good at it. I can't necessarily say the same thing about DJ Max. I am now pretty good at four button. But six button, I... Pretty good. I think you're like almost mastered four button okay yeah he thinks i'm pretty good at six button i cannot say that because i still can't full combo any six button songs because i my brain gets confused with two of the buttons but now i'll never be able to play six button because i'm going for the one million combo trophy mm -hmm. and so i can only play four button and i am at three hundred fifty thousand combo right now uh so i gotta keep going and if the DLC pattern is to be believed, then in January there should be another 20 or 25 songs. So I'm pretty hype about that. They announced three new collaboration DLCs for other uh, rhythm games that I am also excited for. And they have at least three or four more full like 20, 25 song DLC packs. So I will continue to be able to play DJ Max. I have now unlocked every song... I did the. I finally unlocked the last song last week, mm -hmm. um, and now I also have all the DLC. So it is like three, four hundred songs now that I have in it. So it never feels like I, I can play whatever. And the right. the genres differ so wildly. And I just there's something about the way that it feels that I like. Except for when I play it on that big TV, it feels like the worst experience I've ever had in my life. Oh my God. I tried it the other day. And I like got a C, I got a B on a song that I normally would get like almost a hundred percent accuracy on. I remember the one time you asked me over here and I played it on the TV. I was like, <laughs> everything feels off. Yeah, like playing it on this TV now, I'm perfect. Playing it on that TV or the monitor that Jumbo's gonna take back, <laughs> I uh, that's like I'm Piccolo in Dragon Ball Z, and I took off my training weights, and now I am a master. Mm. So, I I just, I don't know, man. I keep playing it, and I can't stop. It's a problem at this point. I am I will say, not to go too off topic, I'm a little surprised the Tetris effect didn't make your top I had to I had to make some hard Tough. cuts at the bottom, the bottom half, because I basically put the top six in right. and was like, oh, no, those all have to be there. I can't cut these. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was basically between Donut County and Tetris Effect, and I said, Meh. I do like Tetris Effect, though. Mm -hmm. See, for me, like, I looked, and I was like, I really like 9 this year. I've got to find that 10th one. That oh, I no. I, like, I really liked probably, like, 12 or 13, and I just couldn't keep mm -hmm. them all on there. Yeah, like, last year, there was, like, 
15 or 16 that I really liked. So. Mm. This year I basically just played a lot of DJ Max Respect, and that's what I remember the most, I think. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I want to play it right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I'd have to move the fucking PS4 over here. And since it's digital, I never have to worry about the disc, and it's always there, and I can just play it whenever I want. Mm-hmm. And I think that they released it here because it was out in Korea for like a year and a half before this, and I thought about importing it, and I did not because they said that someday they would put out a U.S. release, and they did, and they still are supporting it with the exact same DLC and the exact same patches, and that's super cool. I do not think they're making anywhere near as much money as they would have enjoyed making. Mm. I think they're making, like, negative money. But shit's awesome. I like it a lot. It is probably my favorite rhythm game of all time. Well, Nice. Scott, I know what yours is, but what is your game of the year? We all know. It's who blew the horn. It's God of War. (laughs) (laughs) Who did blow the horn at that part? I'm still butthurt. He's bringing Trace back to Freya, and then somebody blows the horn to call the word World Serpent. Shit, what's going on? And the kid's like, who's on the horn? And Kratos is like, shut the fuck up, you're sick. Who cares, who cares about the horn? I cared about the horn. And then the when horn. you look up hashtag who blew the horn, it's fucking some Walking Dead episode where some dickhead blows a horn in a quarry. So we don't even have a good discourse about who blew the horn in God of War. Um... I yeah man I forgot I, about that God of War is great I just wanted to know who blew the horn it seemed like a key plot point and <laughs> it did they were setting it up it's gonna be Thor I was gonna say like Odin or Thor <laughs> yeah yeah it's gotta be Odin or Thor because they, they even make a big deal about how not everybody can fucking call the world yeah only certain people can yeah man and the people who we know who could do it were all in one place <laughs> well there was one person what that could blow the horn oh that is true and he was not there no, he, so. and he's just ahead. I know. So uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Who blew the horn? Shit's fucked up. I know. I yeah. who blew the In horn. the next game, that's going to be a huge plot point. People are going to be like, "What are you talking about?" And be like, "I remembered." Okay, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> who was who was it? Um, I platinum that game. Yeah, man. So I did cool. not. I didn't beat all the Valkyries. I beat uh, all the Valkyries. The Queen Valkyrie. I went back to that. What the hell, Niflheim? That was. I don't like that. That was a pain. Yeah, those combat <laughs> challenges. Um, I watch the video every so often of the glitch I had where I <laughs> took the zip line through the world. Oh, yeah. That was really fucked up and weird. And I was so worried that I was going to have to like do a hard fight right before that again. I turned it off and turned it back on, and I spawned right in front of the zip line. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't escape the zip line. I mm-hmm. couldn't even fall down into the abyss. It just kept going. <laughs> It seemed like it was gone. I should have just let it go until it crashed or something. But I was like, I can't wait for that right now. <laughs> and that was uh, the only bug I had, and that was, like, really strange. And I yeah. knew as soon as he jumped on there that it was wrong. Because he was, like, like, an inch off or he was like, an inch off. And I was like, whoa, that's not right. And then he, like, <laughs> should have hit the ground. And then he just kept going, and I saw the world disappear, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> this game, i that was the only time I think I ever had a bug in that game. And wow. it was, like, such a crazy freak occurrence. It must have been, like, the way I ran up to it and, like, turned really quick or something that totally goofed it up. Yeah, I didn't have any bugs in that but game. But, yeah, I watched, that, I watched that every so often. That's a dope clip. Yeah, um, yeah you sent me that clip, and yeah, I was like, I like it a lot. Like, Far Cry had my favorite glitch of the year. What was that? 
I showed you the glitch where like the truck spawned on oh, top of the yeah. truck, <laughs> and then it just went flying off. Yeah, uh, I can show you Scott after this. Um, but no, yeah, I, God of War is a really good game. Yeah, I, yeah, and for most of the year it was my number one, and then I played Forza Horizon. Yeah, and then I was like, uh oh, now what am I gonna do? <laughs> no, but story came a lot of long way from where it used to be yes it's like Andy said it used to just be an angry guy <laughs> and now he's an angry dad so it's different he was an angry dad before manny no now he's, he's a real angry dad he's not as angry i don't think he's actually angry at all dude sometimes he was pretty angry yeah he definitely I think went he was into flustered he went into rage mode a couple times yeah. he got he you get you literally have spartan rage yeah still i mean like come on when yeah. you first meet that the the stranger he, he goes pretty he gets he goes pretty, pretty angry wild. that is Whoa, the most you are trespassing <laughs> that was the most anime fight scene of... i've seen in a long time and i've been sending you a lot of amvs of sasuke okay. fighting naruto i know i love waking up in the morning I so like <laughs> i look at it i'm like oh, got a message for me and you look at it i'm like oh the naruto versus sasuke yeah man <laughs> suffocation no breathing um <laughs> Yeah, God of War is very good, and yeah, that's all. I, that's all I got. Man. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's I, hard to talk about. There cause... is a lot about it that is good. The combat, the story. Yeah. Okay, so that'll do it here for us. That is all our top games. But now I have a question: If you, with the knowledge of games that are coming out in 2019, Scott, predict for me what you think your game of the year of 2019 will be. I'm going to have to guess Kingdom Hearts 3. I knew it. It's going to have to be. That See, you think that, but I Listen, think... Listen, Kingdom Hearts 2 was probably my greatest game for two years straight. Dude, I just replayed the beginning of Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 2, and let me tell you how <laughs> not good it was. Aren't you a little worried that it's been in development for 12 years, so it's going to feel outdated? No, it's only been in development awesome. for five years. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought like they announced it like twelve years ago. No, they announced it whenever they announced Final Fantasy fifteen. Well, no, when the they no, 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 when they reannounced Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> okay, so it was like five years ago. Okay, I thought it was in development for like no, no, 12 no, years. it was five years. Okay, um, and they used Unreal Engine, so they won't have any issues. I don't think. Um, okay, so Kingdom Hearts three. How about you, Matt? What do you? What's your prediction? Rage two. Rage two, boy. You can punch grenades. You can punch grenades. I don't also, know. Also, it will be sixty frames per second, Scott. <laughs> I don't know what mine will be. Last no of idea. us. No, I don't think it'll be the Last of Us two. I it will last probably will probably definitely be my side. It'll game. probably be an indie game because every indie game that I've backed on Kickstarter for the past five years will come out. I will actually I'll make a bold prediction and I'll say that it will be Psychonauts two. See, like next so. year. I would like it to be. I don't think it will be, but I would like that. I don't think next year I got like one. Doom. Dude, one. I love so much. Doom could be coming out next year. Yeah. Gears Five could come out next year. I mean, like, uh, we get a new Pokemon next year too. Don't we, we are a, real a new Pokemon. Pokemon game. Like, honestly, I think next year is going to. Next be... year is going to be lit. Yeah. There's going to be a new Pokemon game, probably Animal Crossing. I've never played Animal Crossing. Well, dude, and you said I probably won't like it. You probably won't, but I'm saying Animal <laughs> Crossing is going to be lit. Uh, Metroid Prime Four is probably going to come out. There will be that new Yoshi game. Uh, oh, yeah fucking kingdom hearts 3 comes out in less than a month think about that statement 
That's crazy. I know, Zach's been giving me an update every day. That's crazy. We're like at the Kingdom Hearts 3 advent calendar at this point. You pull out a new prize every day. They're also re-releasing a Mario game, aren't they? Oh, that yeah, that comes out in January. New Super Mario Brothers U comes out on the Switch. Why the fuck wouldn't you change the name? Because it's on the Switch. Also, why wouldn't they do Mario's Super Mario 3D World? Dude, man, because they hate us personally is why. Well, they, they hate everyone because everybody knows that's a better game. Look, yeah, everybody knows. It was great, and I would love to play it again, yeah, but we're never going to get RPG. They, they should re-release Super Mario RPG. That'll never happen. No. Um, but Because they were too busy shutting down all the ROM sites and not, <laughs> not giving us a way to play them. Uh, but yeah, I there are so many games, like yeah. a whole bunch of indie games that like Eastward glitched. Uh, Y2K comes out in two weeks. Far Cry. Far Cry will be coming out. It's not so much an indie game. Uh, I don't know, like Inkenfell... Yeah. Uh, Psychonauts 2, like so many yeah, yeah, things yeah. that I have backed and I'm really excited for. Um, so I have a feeling that most of my top 10 list next year will be like non AAA releases, which I think is pretty cool. Do you think The Last of Us will make your list though? Uh, if it is as good as the first one, yeah. Do you do you really expect Naughty Dog to make a not so great game though? I expect for them to make a game that most people think is great, but I do not. Oh, really? Okay. Um, because I... Yeah, man. I That story is so contained. It is, but, like, they justified Uncharted 4. They did, but, like, I also don't want Square to ever make a sequel to The World Ends With You. And thankfully, I'm getting my wish, because they are bungling that shit at every corner by re-releasing it in a shitty way. We're not getting uh, Final Fantasy VII next year, are we? Original Final Fantasy VII we're getting on the Switch. Nah, I'm talking about... The remake? Part one. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) They still say that. That's not happening. I don't give a shit what Square Enix says, man. That could hit the top of my list. Oh, there's no if way you count it since this is part one of us. Oh, I'll let you fucking count that one. <laughs> that might as well be a deal, dude. Whatever. If that game comes out, you can count it all you want. I'll let you put it in all ten slots. I don't think I don't think that that shit's coming out, especially in 2019. Well, that's what they've said, right? How does that count, though? Is that like? Oh man, I'd have to think about that. I mean, you can put whatever you want on your list, but I'm just thinking, like, is that even a completed game if it's not all three parts? I mean, like well, the well, banners. Well, they ended at where the original disc one ended, or will they do a better stopping point? <laughs> just like in the middle of the fucking thing. That would be so awesome. That would be nothing would make me happier than for that to be the stopping point of part one because it was like so abrupt and then they're like, all right, put in the next disc, I guess, because you have the whole thing. Oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> and disc three was just the what final area. Just the final area, man. There's nothing else because it had all of those huge cutscene files on it. <laughs> so that I they would have to make it a better stopping, but that means they'd stop way earlier than that. And that stops earlier. Like, that seems pretty early in the game to me, in my memory. Then the disc one, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I could talk about this all day. but I. So I bet you anything that these three games will not be our games of the year. I'm hoping. I think I'm hyping up Rage 2 to the point where, like, you're probably right. I think that that is true as well. well and you don't I... Think Hearts? 
Dude, I would love that. I would love nothing more than for Kingdom Hearts 3 to be some secret masterpiece that will be timeless forever. But I think that it will... I don't know. For you, yes. It'll probably be the game of the year. But I I just think in general, it will only be good for people who are so invested into Kingdom Hearts that like mm-hmm. it is their entire being. I hope that I enjoy that game, is what I will say. I think I will, because that most recent trailer got me really hyped, but I just I hope that it is fun to play yeah. and not a convoluted clusterfuck massive plot. You know what we might have next year? What? We might have Fortnite, finally. Fortnite could come out in 2019. <laughs> game of the year, Fortnite. Dude, they're leaving that shit in early access forever. All right, we will... See you guys next year for another uh, Game of the Year podcast. But Matt and I will be back in two weeks. Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks, that's true, to talk about... Just the upcoming year. Uh, the upcoming year. I have a lot of games I could talk about. Yeah, we, we should probably sure. discuss that after the podcast. We will, yeah. How we want to do that. All right. So thank you guys for listening. It has been another great year. We will catch you next time. Peace out.